Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, what's that's that T Boss. Can't you see what you do to me? Hey, that's total. No, it's not. It do oh, is like, it? Yeah. Yeah. Am I thinking of the wrong person? Yeah, I think I can't. Think you see, it's total. Yeah, you're right. I don't know why I said T Boss. What the fuck was I thinking? That's what I was trying to figure out too. I was like, T Boss the solo? I was like, T Boss yeah. sings? Yeah. I was tripping. I, I ain't want to be that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, she got a solo career. No, no, no. Gentlemen, crazy. That's the most I hear yeah, about yeah. her. That's fucked up. That's busted, babe. It's true. It's true. Yeah, T Boss went to the, the Keith Sweat singing school. No. Not getting more than this from me. How y'all doing? Good today. It's Friday. I mean, it's the weekend. Yeah. Well, go ahead and let the people know when we're recording. That's that's nice. You know what I'm saying? Just go ahead and date us. Date us. (laughs) It's Friday. It's Friday. Niggas niggas on the way to work. You know what sucks? Somebody talking about Friday on Monday. I get mad. When I'm at work and it's Monday and it's clearly Monday and I got a whole week of bullshit ahead of me. And there's a nigga talking about it's Friday. I turn this shit off. Mm. (laughs) Sorry, guys. Y'all be all right, though. That's shame ass. It's always she. Yeah, Monday is my Wednesday, and Wednesday is my Saturday. <laughs> Saturday is my Tuesday. And no matter what it, what day it is, she ain't gonna be two things: late and late <laughs> and late. But, you know what? I'm gonna let y'all have it. But hey, man, I just like the fact that summer is beginning. It's my it, it's it's not my favorite season. You know, I'm a I'm a winter yeah. fall type of nigga. But I love the vibes of summer. I like summer music. Yes, I like the the turn ups. Gotta love traveling, all that good shit. Feel like that's the vibe I'm going for today, man. We traveling. Might be live in your city. Can't wait to start doing live shows. Shout out to them season changes. All right, so let's get it. Go ahead and set the vibes. Everybody good to go? Yes. Let's go. All right. We good. Mm-hmm. The streets is cold and the beach is warm. And the bitches is everything in between. Mike Chad, one, two, one, two. Who would believe this rap shit that helped me wear low? Yeah, can't wait till the wheels down. And I'm amazed you clown niggas are still around. Smoke a haze out over town like it's allowed. I like my woman sauce spoken with the weed loud. Catching heat floor seats and we all fresh. On court seats, the court seats, it's progress. Of course, tell them other niggas, man, now. I tell Bronze Rock 50, let's be playing us. Come on. Be a couple fifties like a precinct, straight clunk that got a nigga feeling seasick. Oh shit, Chef Creole, two seat up, and my watch looking like a soft three PO. Two V's in the street blowing trees by hoes. Yo, weed for me, yo, me PO. Come on. Miami nights, it was all a dream. If I can get my money right, I'm about to OD. Little more weed, first class seats, first class hoes. We all south. Hey man, if you at your desk right now, go ahead and kick your feet up. We going on a mini vacay. You already listening to the pod, so that means you ain't doing shit for work. Let's go. Yeah. I'm in a rental on car 
violence. Me and my compadres burning out parties. With a motto and some limits to Bulgari. My name ho waiting, you don't really keep the bar raised. With dark niggas with dark thoughts and long braids. It's not far from white girls with big bread. And light beers, they slight care, they spring breaking. But right there, they still scheming, they not eating. No when they need it as a bitch, they don't need yeah. it. And when you up and wear Willie Joining, you think it. What's up, what's happening? I go by the name of Reggie Days, and this is yet another episode of the Reggie Days Radio Show. Today I'm joined by my right hand man, and we are also joined by Chef. And coming at us, we got Cass. Let's go, let's go. Now, today's a special episode. You know, uh, we've been doing the guests back to back. Tonight, we definitely got a very special guest with us. Go ahead and introduce yourself to the people. Hey, it's Monet. All right, so Monet is sitting in for the episode today, and we are uh, setting the vibes up. So, everybody who is on their way to work, on their way to lunch, let's go. Come on. Man, this is that time of year. The, the weather gets a little bit warmer. People start wearing a little bit less. People start worrying a little bit less. And I feel like we have to uh, match that energy. So if, if that's what we're doing, then you know we got to do what we do. Now, the first record we hit y'all with was Miami Nights. That was Wale and Rick Ross. This record is comfortable by they. Make sure that you share this episode, like, subscribe, follow, all that good shit. It's Reggie Days Radio on Instagram, Reggie Days Radio at gmail.com. Thank you guys for reaching out to us. Big shouts out to everybody who's been reaching out to us uh, for the, the listener letters. We we pay attention, man. I've been reading through them. You know, shouts out to those who are like, hey, why you ain't shout out my job? We got some lawyers in there. We got some doctors. We got some EMTs. That, that was definitely cool hearing from you guys. Feel free to hit us with whatever question that you got. Y'all already know the rule. Try to avoid the relationship shit. But if, or add a question. If you do hit us Please. with the relationship stuff, at least ask another question too. Come on, man. Make us at least a little comfortable. You know, no means no, baby. Come get 
Let's go ahead and get comfortable. How's everybody feeling, man? How's how's everybody feeling today? Smooth, man. It's Friday night, you know what I'm saying? Real laid back, mellow, you know what I'm saying? I'm good right now. Same, same. Yeah, well rested. Glad to be with you guys. This is one of our later pods, you know, late night shit, but yes, it, it feels good to be around everybody. How's uh what y'all get into this week? Anybody got anything interesting to talk about? Yeah, I went to that uh that wind down Wednesday. At yeah, the yard now wind down Wednesday. Was, where it, was, it was it was dope. It was dope. Okay, Definitely man. a good vibe. Classy people. Uh, That's you know, what's up. What spot you was people, at? West elegant food, wine. Definitely tune in. It was a um a wine festival at Hall at the Yard, right? Yes. Yeah. Big shouts out to uh, one of the former castmates, man Chico, out yes, there sir. doing his uh thing. That was that. I I'm mad I wasn't able to pull up. Man. Yeah, I hate I missed it. The videos look top notch. The pictures look dope. You know, I'm not. I will say this. I'm a little childish when it comes to my wine decisions and like wine and childish. Yeah, like I don't have the biggest wine yeah. palette. I'm just not yeah. one of those people. But it was uh, mostly sangria though. Like it was like if you bought the ticket on uh, Ever, was it Everbright? Uh, what what is it? Was Eventbrite? Eventbrite. Eventbrite. Yeah, yeah. If you bought your ticket on Eventbrite, you got a uh, free. Um, um, free wine or sangria? Sangria, yeah. Oh, so word. Okay. It was pretty much a sangria vibe, and then whatever you got on the side was just you. That's a vibe, man. Um, the yard is definitely a nice spot, black owned, and you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. They got a lot of good food, and it's great. It's food. elegant, top to bottom. I'm gonna pull up to the Saturday one if I'm if it's possible, because I think Saturday they doing us uh, on the 22nd. I think they're gonna do something. No, I'm saying I follow the social media, so I would pull up to that. What's up? So that's a new spot for the wind down Wednesdays. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of spots, you know, in Florida, but that's one of the newer spots where, mm. you know, they're trying to do the wind down Wednesday thing, and it's definitely, like I said, it's a kind of different vibe, especially for the mature crowd and you know, the older, the older people. You know, you know, unpopular opinion. I don't really like sangria. Really? Uh. Yeah, I'm not a sangria fan. Or you do not like sangria. Why? Mm-hmm. Why is it? Is it the taste? The it's the taste because usually the wine that they use is like very bitter. And it's very dry, and then they throw fruit in there, like it's supposed to make it better. Yeah, and it doesn't. <laughs> you gotta get some, that. Mean, you gotta get some good sangria. Yeah, you gotta yeah. get some yeah. homemade ones. Had There's some good one that yet. tastes like Kool Aid. You know what I mean? Delicious. Nah, if it tastes like Kool Aid, that's yeah. <laughs> but no, nah, I agree yeah, with a, you. Most of them are a little bit on a tart, and right, I mean? yeah. 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 <laughs> Man, fuck it's all the Nah, I know. What everybody really was talking about for the past week. And I know we're a little late. You know, our pod day is a little late. But there was some energy being shot that I... Look, if you're a sports fan, or even if you're not a sports fan, if you're somebody who likes a good story, likes some good, like, a good confrontation, a good underdog story. Yeah. Some people just love drama. Mm -hmm. Everything all wrapped into one was... Somehow packaged for women's basketball. It was. Oh yeah, it was going down, man. I got to catch up with most of it. Most of it. I, I didn't catch the final game of the March Madness, but that that whole um series for them was very interesting. And I see they they had higher ratings. Like I don't know series. the exact numbers, but they were like the most watched um in the in the world in the country. I'm just speak for the country. Yeah, in the, in the country. country for everything most, for most of the sports Apparently, all year. They yeah. they beat everything but the Super Bowl. They beat literally yeah. everything but the Super Bowl, which yeah. is crazy. And for that to happen for women's basketball, salute is unheard of. Yeah, we were talking about this at the beginning of the year about how like people don't respect women's 
yeah, we were just talking about yeah. that much, and for this to happen, it's just like this is the start of it. So, for for those who aren't you know familiar, um, March Madness came to a screeching halt. Um, <laughs> a, a, cra- a, a screeching halt is the is the right word, man. Yeah. It got it got real out there for sure, man. And it started off like the beginnings of the tournament. Of course, a lot of people were going out to watch the tournament for a a player in particular. The the star, I feel like the star of college basketball for maybe the year leading up to maybe last week or the week before was Caitlin. Uh, Caitlin. Um, Caitlin Clark. Caitlin. For, Caitlin for Clark. Sure. She fresh out of um, Iowa. Iowa. Iowa Hawkeyes. It's funny because Iowa's one of them places that no matter what, I could be looking at the jersey and be like, nah, I'm not looking at it right. Because it's one of those states that if you don't have a reason to do anything there, you would never even think. Like, I'm pretty sure that's one of those states where if you had to name the 50 states, it's not coming to mind. Yeah, right. I'm pretty sure Iowa's not. You'll think of Idaho before Iowa somehow. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Which is crazy. But, like, Caitlin Clark put that program on her back oh man she went absolute and they shit. were all oh, year what? man she playing, was playing playing she was dogging man she was dogging at one point she even was responsible for like all the points in one on uh, the half I, that was the last game i yeah. got to saw her play that was against uh Lu- not louisville not louisville me, uh south carolina south excuse carolina. me they, South Carolina was expected to beat them, and she and she dogged them. She, mm-hmm. she, she dog walked South Carolina. Nothing. She would she would get the ball at half court, um, <laughs> or at the top at the top of the three point line. She's gonna score somehow, some way. She's gonna score. She's gonna make the person somebody else score. She was a she was a wizard out there for sure. She's a killer. And little did she know. There was she a was, few people waiting at home. She was also telling you, motherfuckers, you can't see her. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She was doing oh, the John yeah. Cena, you can't yeah. see me. Yeah. Yeah. And and then little did she know, waiting in Louisiana, <laughs> just sitting the back, Bayou, waiting for the Bayou Barbies. Or what they, that's what they call themselves or something The like Bayou that? Barbies, man. They were waiting, patiently waiting for their chance. And when it came time for them to play against each other, man, when I tell you, them girls turned the fuck up, and all you heard was. Man, we had to. Now, for those who don't know, because the big the big hoopla around all of this because basketball happens all the time March Madness happens every year yeah. but this was the year where we finally got real niggas playing <laughs> real, real. niggas I call, I call it real nigga sports when niggas is talking greasy niggas is doing wild shit you got you know when Steph Curry does the shimmy and turn around before the, before the ball yeah. drop when you see just black top stuff or even stuff you'll see in the gym happen on the actual like on a national scale that's what really makes the, that's what really made the game uh, even more interesting and it was good it was good to see it sucks that you know there's gonna transition into uh, a topic that's uncomfortable but everybody already addressed the shit anyway before we me? even but get before, there we, we don't gotta get there right yeah. now Caitlin Clark set the tone she came was, in with the smoke. She was doing the John Cena, you can't see me in everybody's she face. She was waving people off at the three-point line like, you can't shoot. You can't you know shoot. what I'm saying? Like how Kobe no, and No, that was do. crazy. I remember I saw a play That's where she was, the smoke she was like five feet away from somebody. And instead of going up and guarding them, she waved that motherfucker that off. She waved that motherfucker off and was like, you ain't got it no way. And let she, them shoot. Yes. She was out And there. they missed. 
Yo, I would yeah. fuck. That shit was that's crazy. I loved head. every minute but of it, that's bro. The, this, I loved that's, every minute But that's respectable disrespect in the game of, <laughs> of, of sports. But like we said, yeah. in Louisiana, there was some people waiting to teach her a nice little lesson. I didn't like that shit you did to South Carolina. That's what Angel Reese said. And when Angel Angel Reese got her chance and was doing Caitlin Clark dirty and was doing them girls dirty, she let them know, by the way, this is not no John Cena, baby. She was all Tony Ayo. Man, I felt every second of that, especially as a nigga who... Bro, there was so many things that came together. I'm a big Shaquille O'Neal fan, so you know I love LSU. Yeah, yeah. As an as a nigga who is a super duper G Unit fan, watching her do the fucking Tony Yayo shit in her face, watching motherfuckers doing the Yayo dance in the audience, I was like, this is amazing. This is, right. Yeah, this. And then she pointed at her ring finger, which was just top tier. I knew that was gonna oh, go viral. I knew oh that my god. Go, I know that's 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 viral. That's gonna be in the history books. The ring thing. Both Man. things. Both things. You know what I mean? LSU ended up winning, of course, mm-hmm. and uh, you know Iowa made a great run, but that that was where yeah. the year stopped for them. Yeah, shout out to everybody though. Very competitive. That was the best March Madness for women's I I could remember in like years. You feel yeah, me? and a lot of people are saying this is in the top five of March Madness storylines, right up there with the uh, you know Fab Five and all of that. Like mm-hmm. this is one of those storylines that years from now people are gonna be like, remember that one year. Yeah. When X happened, yeah, For sure. they're gonna be vets in the league, and this story gonna be a story that precedes them. There's gonna be, you know, young women come in behind them when Angel Reese and Caitlin Clark and the rest of them, you know, that go to the go to the WNBA. You know, they're gonna be falling back on this story. You know, what I'm saying that's how big this is. Now, of course, us as normal sports yeah. fans had no yeah. problem watching this. For sure, somewhere just 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 like how Haters. we mentioned before. <laughs> Instead of sitting it. back and being inspired and deciding to go do something with their lives, this time, mm-hmm. somewhere deep at home, somewhere sitting in a banjo, fucking their sister, was uh, some pasty what? motherfuckers who had something to say about all the fun these niggas are having. Right. He's so left field. <laughs> <laughs> I was so mad logging on to Twitter and seeing all of these white commentators going crazy about Angel Reese pretty much calling her they they acted like she was so, AB so what did you what did you see as a Twitter because I think you the only you know I ain't exposed to people you the only one with a Twitter in here right yeah you, yeah, yeah, you, yeah you know what I'm saying well what no you, no you uh, got one Monet got one too yeah, Monet yeah, yeah. you got one yeah, so got what did y'all see in the Twitter streets I saw what I saw on IG streets but what y'all saw on Twitter um, for the most part on Twitter I was seeing a lot of people comment on the fact that she got an interview after the whole thing of her of her feelings being quote unquote hurt and they were saying like it was a little weird that she kept getting all the interviews and i did think that was weird too yeah i mean they putting all these cameras in caitlin's face afterwards because you know she was the person that was talking this sh- talking the shit at the end of the day and she she played great she is the best she's the best player in the nation at this particular moment She's the best player in the nation, and nobody really arguing that. And even the young lady said it's no smoke. Shout out to them. Even um, Caitlyn handled it well, too. That's what made me respect Shorty more because that would have been the opportunity for her. If she was, like, rather it's racist or a sore loser, we would have got that in her response. But she's just like, yo, I, I really didn't see it at that time. It is what it is. I took that loss. 
and it's competitive. It's in her own way. She said it's no beef. She said it. She just articulated herself obviously differently. And then you know Angel Reese and Alexis Morris and the other young ladies at LSU, same thing. It's like it's no beef. She's a hell of a player. Y'all just gonna put respect on our name. It's competition. That's, and true. that's yeah. what, what sports is about. What what we to connect the dots though. You know what I'm saying there's these there's these white people who are who review sports who probably you know haven't played sports and stuff like that and that's okay if you haven't but there's another if you don't study the sport if you don't if you watch people of color play or anybody play you know it's passion and shit talking or whatever so to me it's just you know i'm not gonna i don't want to use selective outrage because that's what we all saying at this fucking point it's a buzzword Mm -hmm. but it is true when your people do some shit, it's okay. But then when somebody else do it because you don't identify, yep. it's a problem. But then you calling mm-hmm. them ghetto and the the dude mm-hmm. from Barstool Sports, the president, he's corny and disrespectful. Fuck you for that. Like you don't talk about no, it black first of all, but second of all, this is a youngin'. She's a kid, bro. She yeah. young enough to be your granddaughter, and you yeah. that mad that she's stupid. And mm. and that's the thing where it's a fine line between poor sportsmanship and, and taunting and stuff like that. But plus, that's a that's a part of the game. Plus, we, it's college. You know what I mean? In that's college, that's like that's where you that's like that's where you're supposed to. That's do where all you that. get your shit off. You yeah. know what I mean? It don't matter. Like you you treat the, you even though it's sports, man. You treat them like they they, they the block down the street. You know the ops. Basically, they it don't matter how Bruh, you look at it. Every school is is the ops. So when you playing competitive like that. You know, you earn bragging rights and you you do talk shit. You know what I mean? Because like that's how you make a face for yourself during that time. You know what I mean? So facts. It's it's all fair game in 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 that because I know we were supposed to really address that, which is taunting and 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 poor sportsmanship. It's fine for you to talk shit. Poor sportsmanship is when you don't want to shake a hand after, like, you know, Facts. you get your ass bust, but you was talking shit too. Like we we go through this when we hoop all the time or whatever, like. Um, when we hoop in the gym sometimes, like sometimes we given we given the business all right or whatever. Okay, I'm a I'm not no hater. If you was talking shit and you, you kept it respectful, you beat me, good game. I ain't no sucker. That's how it's supposed to be. And anybody mm-hmm. who plays sports knows that's how it go. But then taunting is when you get disrespectful. Like with with women I don't know the words or terms they would use, but with men we know B A N S M D <laughs> fuck you pussy you know these these certain words excuse me with all that but that's that's all in that's disrespect talking shit of you ass you can't check me or whatever goofy even stuff like that that's okay that's a part of the game just be able to take what you dish out but it's not okay to call people out of their name and and call them stupid and ignorant because you don't like that your people got you know lost you know what i'm saying yeah I, it was it was nasty to see and especially, I think the nastiest part was watching the switch happen. Grown ass because man. before before LSU actually played Iowa, when Caitlin was whooping ass up the nation, just literally beating up on everybody left and right and scoring. Champion doing the you yeah doing the you can't see me and everything. Everybody was like, look at that. You know it, they they treated her like uh, like we were watching Gladiator. Fucking Russell Crowe. Yeah, she was she was Maximus. She was Maximus. They were really out there cheering for her, like we were watching fucking uh, Leonidas on Three Hundred or some yeah, shit. Yeah, and yeah. the moment Angel fire. Reese did some shit, it was like you nigger. Like it was over. It just, <laughs> How could you? Jumped. It jumped out of their chest, bro. That was her first ring, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. She, Angel mm-hmm. transferred from. Maryland is she's a sophomore or a junior she's it's a cause sophomore she, cause she was in Maryland uh, last year and I don't know if she was a year before you sure she's not a junior she's at least? she was in Maryland her freshman year 
I know that for sure, and I don't know if she did another year. Excuse me if we got that wrong, dog. She might not be a true sophomore, but I know uh-huh. when when I saw her reply to somebody on Twitter, okay. she was like, I'm only a sophomore. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. And again, she's just like 20 years old, so it's just crazy that a grown man got his panties in a bunch and had that to say about a young a young black lady, bro, or a young woman, period. And that's what I was saying my problem was, was like, I feel like they were putting Caitlyn on this like victim tour of like, oh, poor thing and like interviewing. And it's just like, OK, yeah, she lost. But it's like, can we focus on Angel? Like, that's her first big win. Like, that's mm. her first w- mm-hmm. ring. That's her first. Oh, my everything. God. Look what the niggers did to you. Right. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's, it's them pitting. And that's the corny part is that y'all pitting them against each other. Y'all made right. it. It didn't have to be racy. But it again, things like this happen where we show the racism still exists. People that cover the sport. It will show every so often when things like this happen that they don't mess with your uh, mess with people that are not their kind because you wouldn't say that you clearly clearly it's obvious if if Caitlyn can do the same thing and it's not a problem but somebody of color can do the exact same thing and they're ghetto and classless right. that means you feel that way in general mm. let's call it what it is. It's okay. It's okay. You can come to the White House anyway. And that was corny and that's too. what I, blew that was me right there. All right, like, come on, give it to like, us. Like, how, how do you invite both teams? Had it been the other way right. around, would you have done the same thing? Like, just, I don't know, that that blew me. How yeah. you? How would you feel? Because I know you play, you know what I'm saying? You don't even, you don't even care? A loss is a loss, you man. You, you got to right. yeah, let them soak is a in loss. that loss, yeah, bro. Yeah. Like, now you trying it. to, like... That's the problem nowadays. Like, there's no loser anymore. Yeah, it's too sensitive. Everyone gets a participation trophy. Yeah. (laughs) I can't believe that's the first time I seen where they offered the losers to to come to the to the White House. And it was like, why? For what? Mm -hmm. Nobody wants to be rewarded for a number two. I'm sure Caitlin and them probably would have been they probably wouldn't have wanted to go. Man, Jill Biden was trying to add some milk to that coffee. That's what was going Mm -hmm. on. Right. That shit was just a little too dark. She you looked outside. She was like, "You inviting who to the house? <laughs> <laughs> what about this nice young lady?" Right, over I don't here? even think they got a white player. On L- I don't think they got a white player on LSU. It's Louisiana, bro. The whites left in Katrina. Yeah. Like. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then, then, then what really probably scared her was when they found out that she uh, there's a daughter of a rapper on the team, Flo right. Johnson. It was like, you know, what I'm saying, Sh- shouts out She's to her. She is a, daughter. She is already a legend in two games, bro. I heard that freestyle that she did on that radio show. Oh my God, that girl can rap. Yeah, shout out to and you. Not, and by the way, not pussy raps. I mean, she like got, rap she got, raps. She got, she got a pen. Like, real raps. She got a pen. That is crazy. She, yo, that performance let me know that she got an actual future in, in hip hop. Like, she's one of those that you can tell if you look at her trajectory, right? Hypothetically, let's say she goes into the WNBA. She could be somebody who really has a career if marketed the right way. But even if, she can mm-hmm. use those funds and she could really do some damage on the mic. Mm-hmm. So now it's like the world is hers. Yeah, for sure. I hope that worked well for her, man. For sure. And definitely rest in peace to her pops, man. Rest in peace mm-hmm. to uh, Camouflage. Down South legend. For sure. Super legend. We, I would, you know, play would, his record, but we just did that shit like three we, weeks we ago. We did yeah. do that. I three, was three, tripped out when I ironic, found out right? that was his Right, yeah. ironic. Ironic. He, he passed away a long time ago, too. Yeah, he passed away when we was like... Yeah, young, high school young, or something young, like not that. Not way before then, dog. I probably was in nah, middle the, school. Like middle school, yeah. Probably like middle school. Fam. Maybe. Because I know, I mean, for the daughter to be 20, well, that makes sense. Yeah. 
So that would be middle school. Yeah, I think I like the fact that like people are like, especially college kids that are playing in college are able to express themselves a little bit more. You yeah, know I mean? show you know show a different side of them, kind of be more open about like who they are. I just hope like this whole money thing doesn't take that away to the point where it's like you gotta be so firm and 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 disciplined in college that you can't really I agree. have fun. Have fun. Yeah. And, uh, I don't. And yeah, I don't want the money to turn college sports right. into because a lot of professional athletes, if especially if we're talking about the NBA, is a little lucky. Because the NBA is seen as more of an understanding league. Right. I do not want college sports to turn into the NFL. First of all, mm. I don't think that. Uh, I've, I'm, I've been on a fuck the NFL tour for years. So yes. I just hate the NFL in general. But I don't want no other league to have to look like the NFL. That fucking no fun league. Right. Like that bullshit of a dude do a fist pump and it's going to cost you $10,000 type shit. That's that, crazy. Yeah. That is bullshit. Especially after seeing Winning Time. I don't know if you guys watched Winning Time yet. I still That's, haven't got through the whole thing, so I don't, I, I don't want to give no review. So Winning Time is on HBO Max. Yeah, it's yeah. the story of the Los Angeles Lakers in the um, in the 1980s, and it shows the come up of Magic Johnson and that mm-hmm. war between Magic Johnson and Larry Bird. It shows oh, yeah, how the yeah. NBA before then was not the biggest league. They didn't really have that kind of money. They didn't have the, the prestige, the fame, and all of there that. There was no swag either. There, there wasn't really no swag. They didn't have power. So being a, a basketball player didn't mean then what it means now. Mm. So you see how they marketed the rivalry between Magic Johnson and Larry Bird to grow the entirety of the NBA and use that storyline to do that. Right. I saw a lot of people mentioning on social media that this is what you know, women's basketball needs like put these women in the WNBA, push up more of this type of play, more of this type of swag, bravado, right. the 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 up tempo, gritty it. in your face. And I really believe that this could be a turning point for them as a league. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, if managed right, this could be a whole new thing. And the excitement that you saw. Somebody was like, you know, this proves two things. One, it proves that at the end of the day. A sports story is going to be a sports story. Mm-hmm. So it, and, but also it's a second thing where he was like, I see a lot of crickets for all the women who've been attacking men for years about why don't men support the WNBA? Yeah. And where men have been saying for a long time, it's not like men aren't willing to watch women's sports. Right. It's just that, that at the end of the shit. day, yeah, at the yeah. end of the day, sports are sports. Yeah. We want to watch excellence. Right. In order to, for it to be excellence, we got to see people overcoming some Compe- things. Compete. We got to see them really competing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If there's no competition, views are going to fall, no matter what. And that we've seen that happen with the NBA a lot of seasons. Yeah. We've seen that happen with any league. If there's little to no competition and little to no storylines, if people don't feel invested in who's playing, yeah. if they don't feel like, oh, I know that player. I, I want that player to win. I'm a fan of these people. You got to push the story. You got to WWE a little hey, bit. For you sure, want to be on your toes when you watch the game. It's televised. You know what I mean? You, you got to feel there. something. Yeah, you got to. You want to see the passion. You want to see the aggression. You want to. You know what I mean? Like that's that's what you watch it for. Uh, agree. The storylines definitely keep people engaged, and um, I think in like the women's basketball, there's more stars in college than there's been in like recent years. Like a bunch yeah. of, it's a bunch of standout young young women that are like you know that could just really ball. You know what I'm saying? And they got swag and personality too. Yeah. So I'm just curious how this how the money gonna play in the factor. Like especially like you hear about like Le- uh, uh, Bronny James get, getting the seven mil. That's mm. crazy. You know yeah. what I mean? So hopefully, you know, the money don't change the sport 
and you know you know it will but hopefully it will, not, we know not for the hopefully just not for the worst hopefully there's more you know positive than than negative in money going into it right all right so we haven't done quick clips in a while so uh, oh, what yeah, we're gonna do it. we're gonna take a quick musical break and when we jump back in quick clips let's get it Let's go. Come on. Malik Berry. Pun my mind. Let's go. I've been thinking, I've been thinking about you one night long. Yeah. In the morning when I wake up, you in my mind. I've been thinking, I've been thinking about you one night long. In the morning, in the morning, you in my mind. You there on my mind, babe. You there on my mind, you there on my mind, babe. You there on my mind. It's like all the time, babe. It's like all the time. You there on my mind, babe. You there on my mind. Yeah. You know it's cuffing season and I'm feeling ya. Let me hold the windows down. It's the night time, the right time, yeah. Reminiscing about the summer times and the drop top When I see your sun go down, girl, I'm cold, I'm so cold. Ah, you got me creeping all up in your timeline just to see you. Ah, and you got a man and you're trying to keep it on a deal. Ah, don't know what I'm gonna do or say when I see you. Ah, God, I hope you understand that I'm a new man. I've been thinking, I've been thinking about you one night long. In the morning when I wake up, you in my mind. Huh. I've been thinking, I've been thinking about you one night long. In the morning, in the morning, you in my mind. You there on my mind, babe. You there on my mind. You there on my mind, babe. You there on my mind. It's like all the time, babe. It's like all the time. You there on my mind, babe. On my mind, yeah. Girl, you know I want that old thing back. Give me time so no go complain. Uh, you was good, you get me right on track. Cut me down and I was still trying to play. Girl, I'm just trying to write my wrongs all in a song for you. Been around the world, but I'm I still get eyes for you. Ah, uh, it got me creeping all up in your timeline just to see you. Ah, uh, and you got a man and you're trying to keep it on a deal. Don't know what I'm gonna do or say when I see you God, I hope you understand that I'm a new man I've been thinking, I've been thinking about you one night long Yeah In the morning when I wake up, you in my mind Yeah, yeah, come on I've been thinking, I've been thinking about you one night long In the morning, in the morning, you in my mind You there for my mind, babe to the left, to the left. I hope everybody out there is enjoying themselves. Break it down now. Malik Berry, upon my mind. So, 
Quick Clips, for those of you who are new or for those of you who don't remember, Quick Clips are uh, the time where we pull something viral, pull some uh, either an audio soundbite, video soundbite. For those who are listening, of course, it's going to be something where somebody is said, so we're not going to like watch something and describe it to you. Somebody will say something, we'll give our quick feedback, and it'll be uh, our version of a reaction channel. Just audio. So for today's quick clip, we are going to start off with the current queen, resident queen. Uh, well, let me not say that. I don't need no barbs fucking attacking the show. Um, so uh, we are going to start off with Cardi B. Now, she had a, a quick statement to make about something that she heard recently. Now, Larsa Pippen was quoted as saying that during her marriage to Scotty Pippen, they had sex four times a day, every day, for the duration of their marriage. And, of course, Cardi B had some comments yeah, to make about that. So yeah. we're going <laughs> to so go ahead and play that real quick. Four. Let's get to it. Now, let me tell you something. I understand that you have sex like three times a day. Not every day, though, but like three times a day. Because, you know, sometimes you wake up in the morning and you're a little horny, so you might have a little sex. Then, like, you know, like, the lust continues, so you might have a quickie in the afternoon. And then, like, at night, like, you in the bed, you're both bored and you have sex again. So that's like, you know, at least three times a day. But that's not every day. Like, it's either... If your man want to have sex with you four or five times a day, like y'all be talking about, like, oh, I have sex with my man four or five times a day, like, and we do that every single day, every single day, like, it's like, girl, your man's is on perks. Your man's is on perks, or your man is trying to convince himself that he likes pussy. Your man is trying to love your, love your pussy, because ain't no fucking way. That is not a flex. Go stitch your pussy up. You go stitch your pussy up. Your man is sick. Now, let me tell you something. Yeah. I love her. She wow. I love her. Let me just say, when I first saw that video, and she said, "Your man is doing that because he's trying to convince himself that he love your pussy." I was like, "Yo, yeah. why, are you, why, are you? I ain't gonna lie for the last couple, I would say almost two, three years, of yo, the heat been on Scotty, goddamn. I don't know what, but the heat been on Scotty, nigga. Bro. Duh, that nigga that married boy. the smut of all smuts. Damn, yes, that boy Scotty can't get a break. <laughs> yeah, he can't get a break. Scotty be trying to be low, probably. I know, right? You don't hear nothing about Scotty, but now, boy. Scottie I guess my over. my question is like, like, does he ever get sick? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> does he ever tired? <laughs> like something? Like every day? This nigga four times a day, bro. This nigga in the NBA, he never had an away game, not one. Like he just never right. went to none of the away games. He ain't go to the finals. Right. Did she go to every one with him? Right. Like this nigga got six hey. rings. So you was what? You was in his carry on? She must be like that. <laughs> that little viral chick going around here with the two pussies. Cause goddamn. Nah, like nah. She got a hallway. That's gotta be painful. This is, <laughs> hey man. <laughs> I don't. <know. laughs> I just my thing is Larsa Pippen needs to learn that nobody nobody cares, bro. Right. Uh, nobody like gives nobody a gives a shit. fuck. Mm. You know what we do care about though? The fact that you know what's funny? Scotty Pippen isn't the most beloved nigga ever. But the reason Pippen, why though. people been like going at Scotty and clowning Scotty and saying all the crazy shit is can you imagine? Can you imagine uh -oh. somebody coming out of nowhere? You sit there, you do the biggest commitment in the world by giving your name to someone. And not only, okay, relationships don't work, I get it. You break up, 
I get it. You move on. I even get that. You eventually going to sleep with other people, date other people. I understand that, too. Why the fuck is my name still attached to yours while you fucking every other nigga in the NBA? Fucking people's kids. All types Rap- of shit. Rappers. <laughs> like actors. rappers, actors, all types of shit. And the wild part is now everybody talks about it, that she's dating Michael Jordan's daughter, Michael Jordan Jr., which and people, I mean, Michael Jordan's son, excuse me. Yeah, because, oh, shit. Yeah, no Dwayne Wade. But, um, wow. Um, anyway, anyway, anyway. Uh, I feel like for a situation to be that crazy and for <laughs> her to keep that last name, I know it's on everybody's mind. What happens if she keeps Scotty's last name when marrying Michael Jordan Jr.? So now she becomes Larsa Pippen Jordan. No. That means Jordan Damn. and Pippen technically reunited. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit. This is how the dream team gets back together. Oh, shit. If he walked down the aisle with her, he's a fucking loser, though. I'm going to be honest. It's already bad enough. You can't dunk. <laughs> nah, he probably could dunk. But yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm fucking around. Nah, that nigga can but, dunk. He nah, played at, he nah, played he played at UCF. UCF. I, I'm teasing. I'm that teasing. was the homie. That was I, the homie. I, I, I'm teasing, but um, she was fucking capping like a motherfucker. <laughs> like I don't. She, th- she was one of the people who was just talking just cause. Like like she ain't had nothing else to do, so she's like, you know what? Let me let me say this shit. Like who says some shit like that? Is, is that even possible? Like talking to the men in here for four y'all to, to five? Do that? Yeah, four to five in a day is like. Cardi said it best though. Cardi, like I respect Cardi. Cardi was saying it in a realistic standpoint. Exactly what Cardi said is exactly the realistic version of that. The like, only people I you know knew of saying? who even attempted to have sex more than five times a day were were people that I to this day believe might be criminals. Like <laughs> like pussy criminals. They, they gotta be like there's gotta be something wrong with you. Like after a sec- <laughs> my thing is after after the. F- third time i'm not even gonna say after the fourth after the third time ain't nothing left after the fourth time your dick coughs it don't even come anymore it just cough <laughs> you, you this nigga coming out smoke <coughs> this, what nigga. was that oh my bad baby that was my dick was that baby powder <laughs> oh my god you're not even gonna catch a std if you i guarantee you fellas out there go ahead and try it if you're stupid have sex more than five times a night for like a week in a row and your dick gonna catch bronchitis Shit gonna break or something. You're gonna break a you're gonna break a nerve in that motherfucker, bro. <laughs> and first of all, I'm not even interested first, in doing that. First that many of times. all, Larsa Pippen was saying that like that's bragging. That to me that sound like bitch. You're lying and it's all fucked up. <laughs> that shit look like goddamn. She said I've been fucking four times a day, seven days a week for twenty nah. years, and niggas was like. So, <laughs> nigga, she was getting hit up by Mystical. You know, he said he not the pussy lining out. Bro, ain't no pussy left. There's no pussy left. She just got a vacancy at that point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't care. That's funny. She ain't even got a push. Yo, that, at that point, when you have a kid, you ain't even got a push. That bitch just roll out and just bungee with the fucking umbilical cord just hanging. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> no, Cardi said it best. She got to stitch it up. She, she, yo, gotta, she gotta stitch it up. She shouldn't be. Bra- I ain't gonna lie. She shouldn't just be bragging about that though. Four to five times. Either way, that's not realistic. That's not logical. And shout out to Cardi for calling out the cat. Facts. 
Which she usually does. Four to five times is crazy. Now, even if she says something like she was giving him fellatio every day, that's more realistic than saying you're actually like actively like having sex like intercourse every day. You know what I'm saying? That's just even not... if it's head. I'm not. I don't want head four times a day. By the fourth time, I'm bitch. like, I'm tapping on her head. I'm like, bitch, talk to me. I'm tired of my booty being wet. <laughs> I, I guess I got I got a question for y'all real quick. Uh, oh no! That's what this Can you guys crazy. even come four times? That's what a I'm day? saying. No, no, no. Not, like I said, I'm a normal. I'm not a criminal. What, no. What Cardi says is realistic. You can have a day like that where y'all just had a marathon. Or, or maybe a, if they on the perkies. Mar- marathon day is possible. You but see, I'm over here. Seven days. Fuck. I ain't got no comments. Seven, <laughs> seven days out the week. Seven days no out comments. the week. Seven days out the week is just insane. That's not realistic. Like I said, shout out to Cardi for just keeping it a beam with that. That's fucking crazy, bro. You might get a day out the week where that's like a fuck day, but it ain't about to be like that your whole week. Unless you got no job. Like, you have to, because eventually you got shit to do. Like, that's that's honeymoon shit every yeah. day. That, yeah, yeah, like, that's, that's crazy. Shit I can't day. live like that. I can't live like that. I eventually have things to do. Like, can you imagine? That wouldn't even be romantic to me. At that point, you see him like no, yeah, for real. Imagine waking can up we move about, on? <laughs> uh, I'd be pissed. Off. That shit would on. get me hot, bro. Can we move on? You know how men get after a while. <sighs> that, you get a phone call from the homie. What you about to do? <sighs> Go fuck this bitch again. <laughs> Damn again, bro. You just yeah, bro. I know. I'll holler at you later. <laughs> Niggas mad as a bitch going in there. Oh my god. Uh, I'm legitimately crying. <laughs> Shouts out to Cardi B, man. So, do we have another clip? Do we have another clip? Larsa was tripping. All right, so this one is more so based off of an article. Um, let's get a little bit on the serious side, not too serious, because you know it is Florida. Governor DeSantis, the governor from hell signed the bill making it legal to carry without a permit or license in Florida as of July 1st. That's crazy, yo. Reactions? How y'all feeling? Uh, Everybody walking around uh, with a piece, uh, I think is a very dangerous thing, man. It's it's definitely... The Wild Wild West, pretty much. Type alarming, but, you know, as a Florida resident, you just, after a while, having situations and stuff like that, you already know. People was... I ain't telling on it on nobody. They it's already like that. You know what I'm saying? Man. So Pretty much. It, it is kids what, getting it shot is what for it a lot is. less, bro. I, kids getting shot for, for you know water guns and BB guns. So right. imagine now that cops thinking that people walk around with real guns, man. It's, it's I it's feel a, like it's gonna backfire. Yeah, literally. That, it's gonna be the land of the lawless, though, because I say like from like what Chef just said, the youngins is like way more like aggressive now and quicker to get to it now mm-hmm. or whatever. And then you got these, you know, fuck it, bozo grown ass men that be involved with shit with the youngins like that. And that just raises up the, the crime rate and, and, and people getting shot for senseless no, ass these kids dumb think ass it's shit. funny. Like uh, it was not too long ago. Um, I was at a restaurant and um, these kids just ran in there and they had a one of those realistic ass fake guns that is real loud. You got the smoke kick back and everything from it. Right. There's just not real bullets in there. And they run in there and they like pop, pop, pop. And like everybody in the restaurant, like 
the hell? And the little boy, he just laid on the floor like as if he was really shot. So niggas was like, the fuck going on? That's crazy. And then they get up and all like run out laughing and like it that's just not funny, you know, like for me, somebody who has like anxiety over that stuff, who's like been in multiple situations where shit getting shot up and stuff yeah. like that. I was like, bro, that's not cool. And they thought it was the funniest thing. Like, can you imagine now like that the, case like that can carry right. without a permit? Yeah. This bill is just going to make so much higher percentages on like just specific stupid shit. Like, for example, like how many Plexico bureaus is there going to be out there? Like, think about shooting themselves. Like, like t- yeah. 12% people, you know, shooting themselves. And they, they it's just going to be crazy, man. And now you got to deal with that. And then even people who might even be more on, like, the homicidal you know, thought process. You know, oh. it's just, if the gun's just there and it's just that simple, bro, somebody can off oh. themselves anywhere. You know what I mean? I just, it's just too, it's too dangerous, man. It's For too, all too the much. ones who got kids, too. Yeah, kids, too. You just too. got guns Get, lying you know around. What I mean? You can't leave your gun access. sitting down. They should know better knowing all these stories of how many stories in the most recent years, not to get all morbid, but literal toddlers killing themselves or shooting Mm -hmm. a parent or somebody Mm -hmm. by mistake because they done got a hold of the gun. When I be running into those type of stories, I be bugged out. So I don't know why they would even have a law like that, because pretty much now you're making it the the land of the lawless. Like I said, these young around and find out state. I, 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 I guess so. I just say everybody be safe. Um, you know, people who gripped up, you know, people who gripped up and know how to be, you know, smart, be be a good example. You know what I'm saying? I'm not telling you be no model citizen or no shit like that. But, you know what I'm saying? As many people is about to be out here tripping, try to do your just do. You know what I'm saying? Why you carrying that's gripped up to all my people I know that do that. My thing is, how does like a bill like that get passed in Florida before it get passed in somewhere like Iowa? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I, I mean? Don't even like, go there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If I was in there, if I was in the mountains or something, and it was, you know, the population wasn't that high, then I would understand. You know, it'd be different if we sh- had to shoot a mountain lion or something on a daily basis. <laughs> but <laughs> well, for Florida, it's alligators. There ain't no gators right. out here <laughs> on the streets. Gators. The only gators out here is Gators fans. I just feel like at this point, for somebody to pass something like this, that means that they don't care and they don't realize that. People are not in the right mind state to be carrying. Majority of these people are not healthy minded people. And now you really are going to trigger the wrong motherfuckers like violence. People already are pulling out guns for no fucking reason. Imagine when they find out it's legal to do so. That was when it was illegal. Now? Yeah, because yeah, they're not going to have to worry about the charge man, they trying for to kill carrying us off. without a permit. Yeah. yeah they're trying to kill I, us off, man. Yeah. yeah. That, that just make me, yeah, it's, it's definitely alarming, man. So I just... Everybody stay safe, you know what I'm saying? Like you're supposed to anyway, but once that bill get passed, be even more safe, especially people who like to be outside and, you know, out there in the shits with the wild shit. Be careful, man. Can I carry more than one? Can I carry two? I don't if, I've got, if i got to carry, man, I'm going to look like I, bad boy, baby. Could, right, like does it specify not, bad boy, baby. I don't want to get too much into that. But bad boy, baby. <laughs> hey, man, do your homework. Y'all go fuck around and find out. That's all I'm gonna say. Right. The mother fools just can't freak the mic, man. You don't know now, but you go find out. Who got, who got, who got, who got? Everybody. Right around the world smoking hot. Who got the mic to serve you, Bumble Clown? Man, let me tell you, you all you people who 
hey, these YouTube pranksters, these people going around fucking with people all day, these people who think they could talk crazy to niggas all day, these people who think that there's no consequences to their actions. July 1st is going to be the beginning of the motherfucking day. Because I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to be out this bitch like Yosemite Sam. Because I'll tell you what. (laughs) Chef got it right. If we could legally carry, you think I'm carrying one nigga? I'm going to be out this bitch looking crazy, dog. What? What? Nigga going to be out there just practicing pulling out. (laughs) 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 Draw. Draw. I'm telling you right now. Yeah, I got this. I got this. We going to be straight. I got this. Flim flam with the bling bling. Nigga, about to be looking like uh, <laughs> don't be a mess while drinking juice in the hood. Do we <laughs> do have we a have problem? A problem. <laughs> <laughs> For real, man, it's wild. Yeah. Wild, wild way. Hey, man. The way, it, the way the world is changing right now, bro, it's a little scary. Now I kind of see why our grandparents and stuff, how they used to feel when they just, everything is just changing so fast and right before our eyes. And, and we know it ain't no good, but we still got to survive. You know what I mean? Now that's a fact. That's a fact. All right, so Kevin Gates. Uh, what he do now? He yeah. tends to go viral a lot for a lot of the wrong reasons. You know, as a Gates fan, it's hard to, de- to defend this nigga a lot, and it takes a lot of defending. Nothing to- with the relatives this time, right? Nah, nothing with the... Yeah, th- this time it's not incest, so that's good. That's positive. All right, cool, cool. Uh, um, Kevin Gates says that he stopped getting sick after he started telling the truth. So let's go ahead and check out this uh, <laughs> clip. I'm sorry. Let's go ahead and check out the clip, man. This this is going to be... It's always something with Kev, man. Always something. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Yo. This shit is funny though. This shit is funny. <laughs> it really is. It really is. I'm gonna be honest with you. My Spiritually, bad. I can't believe I'm about to say this. My throat chakra, for me not telling the truth, my throat chakra started getting blocked and I started getting sick. I started having colds and shit like that until I started opening my throat yeah. chakra and speaking the truth. <laughs> I haven't been sick since. Oh. When I was living at the the other spot before I moved here, yeah. I used to be sick a lot, like just like weak and everything because I wasn't speaking Hold my it. truth. Yeah. And when I'm not speaking my truth, I'm not living in my truth. And when you set boundaries, you showing love for yourself. It's okay to tell people no, not today. So, are we going with... Are we gonna be mature about this? Or are we gonna? <laughs> I, I need. I, mean, I, I need a break. Y'all got it, man. Y'all got I, it. I mean, it's funny how he started off too. I can't believe I'm telling you this. <laughs> he might be on the. Side. I'm not gonna lie though. I mean, you know damn well you can believe that you're telling us this. This nigga finds something yeah, crazy do, to do. say every. It's interview, funny bro. because like I feel like it's crazy, but. In a spiritual way, it's I, it makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense. You know what I mean? I was like, thinking that I was a little torn. I, yeah, it's. I can mm-hmm. definitely feel the realness in it, and I can see why a person could feel that way. Because there is some truth to it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's when you when you tend to speak positivity and keep positivity inside you, it does make you a, I guess, happier, healthier, you know, less stressful person. So I can see why maybe. He might feel like I haven't been sick in a while because maybe, you know, he's letting off a lot of toxic things that <laughs> might make you sick. 
But uh, I don't know. I I feel like he he be saying some crazy stuff, but he always kind of pull it back together. So I I mean I respect Kevin. I respect Kevin. Hey, you got to be crazy sometimes to get people to understand your shit. I ain't gonna lie, it's good to see him trending on some positivity this time around, though. Yeah, I was a little scared. Not gonna lie for the clip. Did you see the clip, Lord? Did you see the? See, I thought you, I know you wasn't gonna play the clip because it's visual. But did you see the clip? I can't even think. But he was doing like a push up. And then he like like humped the ground and then like bounced back up. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, that shit was funny, bro. And I'm like, only Kevin, bro. Only Kevin, bro. Oh my goodness. He said, it's the I, had a, I had a good laugh about it. Um only because Kevin Gates and he's very inspirational. He does speak positivity and then just he'll go left with certain takes on things like incest. But um on the spiritual tip though he does i could see where there's value in that there's some wisdom in that of you know he's telling the truth i don't know if he's telling us the truth but hopefully he is of uh, that makes you feel better now because you speak in positivity and like my like my brother just said um there's truth in that if you start speaking positive having a positive mindset it can translate spiritual physical um mentally as well that's all i got for that i heard I'm, I am proud of him, you know, for admitting Salute. that because, you know, like I said, there is some truth to that, um, you know, with the chakras and everything, mm -hmm. especially when it comes to not speaking up. That does have effects on you. And I feel like it's not like as literal as people make it seem. It's more of an internal thing Agreed. because, you know, if you're holding that stuff in, if you're not saying it's going to it's the battles internally. And so, you know, that's probably why he was feeling sick and stuff like that. But like I said, I was just. Like you said, you know, I was just glad for it to be something positive for once. <laughs> yeah, because I showed just seen something where he, when somebody asked him, it was Charlemagne. When Charlemagne, <laughs> when Charlemagne asked him about how you feel about a man, uh, I don't know, hitting a woman or something like that, and he oh, was no. like, <laughs> I, can't, yeah. I can't get through it. I can't get through it. Oh, Go no. watch the clip. Go watch the clip. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying it. Yeah, Gates was tripping on that I'm not one. That one was that. crazy. He was like, he said, I could, he said something like, uh, you know, I, I definitely, he said, I definitely respect the woman, but you know, that's the woman that put her hands on me. <laughs> he said, he, he said, disrespect will not be tolerated. <laughs> God bless the woman God that put her hands on me. Yeah, that's funny. That, that boy <laughs> needs to be a preacher. He need to change name to Preacher Gates. Oh man, nah, nah, not with what he be doing on stage. Put that dick oh, yeah, all yeah, in your yeah, stomach. Yeah, he yo, he be, yo, he be having me roll. Yeah, he be wild. <laughs> nah, man. Yeah, Shout out to There's Gates. a lot of preachers doing that too. He, that part. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that, was, that was a good one. <laughs> Damn, where's the sound effect? Don't. He, he better not do no talking. But um, <laughs> I, I I isolated one tweet that I saw because a whole bunch of people that that video went super viral. There were people quoting it. Um, the the video that I saw, the copy of the video that I saw had 1.8 million views, but somebody made a comment on there that actually Gates himself, his Twitter, either he or whoever runs his Twitter or whatever liked it, and I wanted to, to read it. Somebody said, while y'all playing, lying often comes with a certain frequency, often operating in fear. It is proven that if you play a low frequency around water, it disrupts the water. Just like if you play low frequencies around plants, it's going to affect the plant life. We are at least 60% water. Our bodies have frequencies that resonate through it, so it makes sense. The same way that it would affect something like plant life. 
you know, I saw that and I saw that Gates liked it. And I was like, okay, so I see what direction he was going in. And especially whenever you have certain things going on with you, doctors give you specific warnings. They'll tell you, you know, you want to avoid stress. You want to avoid certain types of feelings. And I think especially when you are lying, when you are holding things in, even if you're not lying, let's say you're keeping secrets and you're dealing with certain things, you're going to deal with psychosomatic issues because you're going to feel that pent-up aggression, that pent-up stress. Or even if it's not aggression, let's say it's something sad, that pent-up sadness. When you don't go through your actual emotions and don't let those things out and don't dive into what it is that's going on with you, you do. there are feelings attached to that, and your body does get affected by those things. Mm-hmm. You're going to feel more tired. You might have a stomachache. You might feel nauseous. You might feel other things. So it does make sense that somebody who's living a foul-ass life or doing just like wild stuff, there's gonna be consequences that are physical. Agreed. Definitely. But yeah, that was uh <laughs> That was funny, man. Man, Gates is one of those dudes, he always has a way with words and he can make everything into a, a conversation. Hey, hey, speaking of, if y'all wanna pull up, man, he he about to pull up in a, a few weeks. Kevin Gates got a concert in a few weeks here. It's Kevin Gates and Friends. That's a fact. And I'm I, down. He I did was his thing. Is it the same one that's been like canceling the past couple months and then like rescheduling or it's a whole? Because I was going to say he was supposed to be here like three months ago. Yeah, like three different times. I don't know. We'll chop it up. Though. Maybe I'm exaggerating. Maybe like once or twice. But like, no, he definitely his concert got canceled Gates. like a few times, bro. Mm-hmm. I saw Kevin Gates and friends, but he he puts on the show. I seen him at Rolling Loud, so he, he's worth the. He's worth going to see. Just hopefully he ain't pushing up, doing push ups and humping the ground and kicking bitches. Man, it'd be good. better not do no running but (laughs) oh man okay so the final quick clip so this one is a bit of a mixed bag um i saw a topic kind of jumping around the timeline where people were arguing about breastfeeding in public right there were people arguing about whether it was okay or not and the reason why the conversation came up this time is because there are some women who are sex workers, whether it be like OnlyFans or they do meetups or they do like the Snapchat stuff or whatever, mm-hmm. that they figured out a way around community guidelines on social media. Now, here's what happened. So for those of you who are out there listening to us, you understand that certain social networks have rules, not Twitter, but like Instagram, Facebook, certain places, there are rules where there are things that you can and can't put up. Like if you're a woman, I'm pretty sure you've had something flagged before, whether it's if you got a bathing suit that's too tight, you got certain types of shorts, certain types of things or whatever. People are able to flag your content and say that it's inappropriate and that it'll go against community guidelines. So there are certain people who, whether it's posting twerking videos, posting you know certain types of sexually explicit content, they run the risk of either getting their content taken down or their pages deleted. Now, they found a way around this because there are women that instead of just posting the nude content that they would post before, now they're posting while breastfeeding so that they can hide under the guise of saying, well, technically, I'm just feeding my baby and you can't stop me from feeding my baby and there's nothing wrong with wait. me doing that on social media wait they doing that as collateral to have a reason to be able to do shit for like to keep the explicit yeah so like there are oh, women that are public they're that's... publicizing and advertising their only fans while 
feeding their baby. So literally you're seeing her showing her breasts. A baby is drinking from one of her breasts. And this is her advertising for her OnlyFans, her Snapchat, whatever, this, that, that and the third. so different shit, yo. Y'all, y'all millennials or whatever they call y'all, y'all different, bro. I, I don't even know what to say. You know, I do what you want to do for work, but I have my opinions on sex workers and I'm just over it, to be completely <laughs> honest with you, because that's ridiculous, because there's really people out here feeding their kids. Like, I have a homegirl. She does, like, content on Instagram and stuff like that. She just had a, a new baby, and so she posts all the time about, um, you know, breastfeeding or anything, things like that that she's going through. Like, mm-hmm. she's very open with it. And so, you know, so are a lot of other moms. And then you have these females like this that's going around doing that just so that they can promote their OnlyFans stuff like I'm so sick and tired of it and it's like (laughs) I was just complaining about this earlier like I'm pretty sure everybody's going through this but with the bots or whatever the case may be on Instagram where um they always liking your shit or flooding your shit or you know following you or doing whatever yeah man and you click on it and it's always like you know a porn page page, exactly and i clicked on one to block and shawty got her titties out she's not breastfeeding nobody but titties all on it i'm like instagram leaves this up but like (laughs) yeah that'd be tripping me out too when you get i get the stories of different shit and you you want to see if it's a legit person and it's a bot and all that but I think I'm not the moral police, but I think something is wrong and that's some criminal shit that you're, um, you know, if you want to show your kids and become show that you're liberated in your body and you comfortable with breastfeeding publicly, I get it. I respect your shit. So I ain't even on you about that. But to do that as a way to promote your only fans or your sex shit. And then it's there's there's something that just don't sit right with me uh, about it. But do what you do. If that's your hustle show to get your money. But you exploiting your baby there, to there exploit you yourself. Like that's, that's the that's, that's the that's, issue I got because the baby's exploited. It's not it's bigger than your titty and, and all nasty. that. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's nasty. It's behavior. almost like child porn. There you go. That's what I was motherfuckers that's into that. There's motherfuckers that's into that. Yeah, they're doing it because it's like, oh, you know, look at the the kid you know on the breast like this could be you click my only fans like that's fucking disgusting (laughs) we're we're not talking about like you know one titty out you know discreet kind of like feeding the child we're talking about like no shirt titty slaying kind of thing like pick one son you know what i'm saying like that yeah that's that's why just imagine being that kid and, and yeah. motherfuckers is like, nah, no, he he, your mama. I see. <laughs> you know, these kids is watching stuff at a young age nowadays. They probably oh, with their pops watching some fans only. And they see, hey, that's 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 Jason's mama. Titty. Titty. And that's Jason. That's Jason. <laughs> Jason. Hey. Now niggas at the football game shit awkward. I'm done. Seeing your mom's breast. Yo. Feeding your child and telling a nigga this could be you. I'm dying. I'm sitting here dying in the corner because that's crazy. Take everybody to yeah. jail, bro. Yo, picture the Everest commercial in the background while Shorty trying to promote her shit. Hey, what you doing? She so got the baby in the titty talking about, hey, what you doing? You know how they do the voiceovers? That shit would be hilarious. But either way, it's some sick shit. 
Oh my god And the worst part Is watching these people Like hold motherfuckers hostage Cause you got people Attacking them on social media Being like bro Take this nasty ass shit down And, and their response is I'm a woman I'm a liberated woman And you're stepping on my Ability to feed my child and I was like Oh you a dirty bitch dirty. You <laughs> It's like bro You're legitimately Using your kid As a fucking shield To sell pussy That's crazy Disgusting right. You ought to be ashamed of your Criminal. motherfucking self. Dog. And women like that actually are mothers have fought so hard to actually have the right to publicly breastfeed and do that. And like I said, post it for educational wrong. purposes. And then you got bitches like this is doing it. Like, <laughs> like yeah, you know. And I ain't for gonna just lie. $1.99 a Some month, of them women, I'm going to put this out here. You know, I know this ain't none of my business. They're going to be like, let let a person raise the child the way they want to raise their child. Some of them, I ain't going to lie, ain't no milk in there, and that baby too damn old. That's not a baby, bro. <laughs> See, that's a whole other story right there. No, a, because what if they're not really breastfeeding? That's what I'm saying. What if it's just that's what I'm worse. saying. That's nah, even that's worse. That's disgusting. Because nah. I saw that nigga, bro. I was like, I don't know. Bro, nah. he's I don't at know, least five. Bro. I don't know. Ain't no milk in there. Nah. He's struggling. I didn't even think about that. I Ain't no that milk coming out. That's what I'm saying, Baby bro. sitting there struggling. She grinning. Like, <laughs> what you got going on, Shawty? That's what I'm saying. That's molestation to me. Yeah. But I'm out of bounds for saying it. I know I'm out of bounds for saying it, but fuck it. I, I she feel out like of bounds for doing that. it. For defending mm-hmm. kids, I don't mind getting out of bounds. Right. Uh, she's sitting here doing the breastfeeding, and then at the end, she's like, you know how the pill commercials, they... They talk about all the good shit and the positive shit about, you know, the whatever the and pill then they is. Hit you and then they the at the bottom to the subscribe to my OnlyFans. He said Sonic Flex could include subscribe to my OnlyFans. That's sick. They put that in fine print on the bottom of a breastfeeding thing. Subscribe to my OnlyFans. That's fucking crazy. There's a little, there's a, Quick, there's a little link in the corner with a QR code. <laughs> Send everybody. First to of jail. all, bitch, if you breastfeeding with a QR code for your only, <laughs> <laughs> well, you better stop before they get them QR codes tatted. You know they'll do it. They'll do it, bro. I'm sure it's been done already. Now Scan- that's now that's the mark of the beast. Scan the titty. Right. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. <laughs> no, but. Okay, especially the one we were looking at. Why was it so long? But I'll just leave it at that. Oh, my God. Nah, that bitch had a um a titty that went to her kneecaps. First of all, that baby could have, was cliffhanging, bro. <laughs> that was an umbilical was cord. You know, you know when, when, fucking, uh, when Scar had that nigga uh, uh, Mufasa hanging? Hanging off the cliff. <laughs> <laughs> that baby was hanging off for dear life by his teeth. Ew. Man, that 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 shit had me thinking of the scene of Scary Movie Two where Marlon was talking about somehow um some old orangutan titties and oh, shit. And that's what God. that shit looked like. <laughs> oh no. Oh man, but yeah, yeah, we've gotten to that point in society, guys. People are promoting OnlyFans with children, so you know, let's go ahead yeah. and pray. Yeah. Um. All jokes aside, though, that's that's sick, and you know, be careful out there, please. You know what I'm saying? Because people that like kids look at that shit so think about that Ooh, that's I didn't all even think about hustle that. hustle so shorty true. but come on man yeah that's backwards hustling because you're you're damaging your child and it's already one thing to have a parent that does you know sex work because your kids got to deal with that they got to deal with the repercussions of that later 
putting your child's face in sex work or putting your child's mm-hmm. body in sex work so that they like that's crazy that should that be they, illegal like these people should be in jail yeah that's crazy to me because i'm at, someday somebody's gonna look at that and be like like what chef said is is first is is that johnny's mom then it's like wait is that right. johnny that, that's crazy just mm. yeah so we need to get up off of this because i'm disturbed now yeah y'all done made my mind tap into some stuff i never thought about before that's crazy but uh that's about it man so uh Anybody who has any quick clips to send us, go ahead and email ReggieDaysRadio at gmail.com or the Instagram ReggieDaysRadio. We're about to take a quick break, and when we get back, you already know it's about that time for music. We haven't done a, a proper music segment since the last one. You know, it's about that time. Uh, March is gone. We are in April now, so let's get to it. Come on. All I ask is to think on the That's all I ask, baby. Love for you is That's all we ask. Don't touch that dial. I miss when radio stations used to say that. Don't you ever get That's comfortable, Lil Wayne and the legend, Babyface Edmonds. Let's go. Yeah, to the left, to the left. If you wanna leave, be my guest, you can step. Feeling irreplaceable, listening to Beyonce. Well, okay, I'll put you out on your B day. Hey, now if you rockin' where we say, bedroom in the bank, baby, we safe. I got game like EA, but I wanna let you play. And don't I treat you like souffle? Don't I look at you like I see a new day? And don't I do what I do say? I'm through talking, so I'ma let you face.
comfortable. That was comfortable, Lil Wayne. Featuring Babyface. Wayne was definitely right. We definitely like that one. You missed the West. And for those who don't know, that song was definitely produced by Kanye. So yeah, that's what we mean when we say Kanye's verses is too much for a lot of people. Keeping up with the comfortable vibes. Yeah. K Camp said, Did y'all say comfortable? Yeah. Come on. Tell me where you wanna go. Tell me what you wanna do. Baby, just be comfortable. I'll be right here next to you. Ha, look, hey, shout out what it do, what's happening? Pete, the way you move, I can tell you make it happen. I see you walking around like your feet don't hurt. Shout it just cold like the heat don't work. She independent, you be balling on the budget. She riding in the flies, all the real niggas love it. Money making mission, she the steady chasing ducats. Shout it, she ain't playing, she just balling in my nugget. T5 fly, Lord, oh my. Can't help the still here, time you walk by. Got a thing for a nigga, I can see it in your eye. What I gotta do for a piece of pie? Tell me you feeling alright. Trying to get with you tonight i'm with all the shit that you like i'm with all the shit that you like tell me where you wanna go tell me what you wanna do baby just be comfortable i'll be right here next to you baby just be comfortable tell me what you wanna do Shout it no, cause I know that she be working. In a spell time, shout it just count though. We all know she is important. Huh. Let me know if you gon' ride for a fella. Me and you together, super fly like propellers. I let her hold her back and I told her about whatever. Get it wise good, cause I'm nothing less forever. T5 fly, Lord oh my. Can't help the still head, time you all by. Got thing for a nigga, I can see it in your eye. What I gotta do for a piece of pie? Tell me you feeling alright. I'm trying to get with you tonight. I'm with the shit that you like. I'm with the shit that you like. Tell me where you wanna go. Tell me what you wanna do. Baby, just be comfortable. I'll be right here next to you. That's for real, you know you're dealing with a real one. Come on. I 
got a sad heart, pretty bitches want it. Yeah. When I get a chance, I'ma fuck you like I own it. Come on. Feel good coming from a real nigga, don't it? When we in the bed, I just tell it. Coming back from a Remy yeah. out break. Falling right down your spine. I ain't trying to front, I just want it from behind. Hope you don't mind for the time, girl, you mind. Tell me one more time. Tell me where you wanna go. Tell me what you wanna do. There's very few records. Baby, just be comfortable. That I feel like I could call perfect. I'll be right here next to you. And this is definitely on that very short list. That was K Camp. Comfortable. Alright, so let's go ahead and uh jump right into this music. Before we jump into the actual records, I do want to talk about two stories. Now, the first one, everybody loves missing you. So let's start off with that record. Now, Diddy Diddy's in 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 the the limelight yet again because during a Breakfast Club interview, Charlemagne asked Sting about the sample, the very very famous sample, and I'll go ahead and play a little bit of that right now. Everybody recognizes the sample, super duper famous. Uh, Sting, before he went solo, this is back when he was still a member of the police. He was a uh, lead singer for the police. Every breath you take. Definitely. Now, the conversation was about, you know, the, the very famous use of this for um, the posthumous record for B.I.G., I'll be missing you. Now, for that record, I'm going to play that for a quick second. Definitely rest in peace to B.I.G. Now, the story behind it, of course, is that a lot of people believe when the song first dropped, Diddy didn't have the sample clearance. And I've heard that story from a lot of different people because people said that, you know, the song was like it hit hard because of course when big died it was fresh it was it was it was a very like that song came out quickly it was a heavy record it was a huge hit it unified hip-hop in a way but a lot of radio stations for a good few week period a the radio stations weren't playing it even though they were getting the requests all the all the time and a lot of the places when they would go to these like uh distributors or whatever they were saying that they were saying that um the album had like a halt in printing for a period of time when the album first dropped they were saying that missing because of missing you because remember this isn't like today today if you have an issue with a record and you don't clear a sample you could just remove that from your upload but when you have physical cds that have already been like burnt and they're sent out and the packages and this and that so now whatever's already out is out and then whatever's not out yet, you got to stop production and figure out what the hell you going to do. So there was a lot of like production issues and things of that nature. So there is that hip hop rumor that Diddy did not get permission when that when it first came out and that eventually he had to turn around and pay a large amount to sting after. Now, Charlemagne asked him, is it true that Diddy pays allegedly two thousand dollars every day from the day that that song released for the rest of Sting's life? Yeah. For, using, for using that sample Now Sting didn't answer He just laughed about it He mentioned that him and Diddy were friends Diddy came out and actually corrected it When the when the uh, video went viral And said actually he pays him 5k a day Actually 5k Do you player. think he was trolling or you think he was like 
Fifty fifty. Me and Reggie had a. I was trolling Reggie. I, I think I even pissed Reggie off a little bit when me when we got into this conversation. But um, I don't I don't know if he's trolling. I do believe he should be able to cover whatever that bill is. Is what ultimately I was saying to Reg in our back and forth. But I don't know what you think. I'll say this. Puff is a pathological liar, right? We're going to start off with that. We know we know this. Hip-hop fans P know this. P. Diddy or P. Didn't he? P, right. Uh, this. <laughs> My fault. Hey, mute his mic. <laughs> you on okay. time out for two minutes. He's number two. Yep, right there. There we go. All right, so. <laughs> the thing about Puff is that we've seen a lot of stories. We've seen a lot of things where Diddy just lies for no fucking reason. So it's very possible that, that he didn't. But we also know that Diddy has done some of the craziest deals. Diddy is also one of those people who is willing to sign some of the dumbest shit. And we've mm. seen that as well, too. We've seen him do it where it's to his benefit and he's done people dirty and almost got refrigerators dropped on him because of it. And we've also seen the other side of that where he's also the guy who's willing to pay more to do things than other people. Jamie Foxx told the famous story about how, you know, Diddy is one of them people who the price tag that he pays for something makes him feel good. Like, mm. Jamie Foxx is one of those people, he's he's sensible. He'll He'll throw a party. He's like, we're famous, so we don't really have to pay for too many things. Mm. So for the most part, I could get most of the... I could throw a Diddy-style party and have, like, Hollywood A-listers and not break $10,000, $15,000. But Diddy's the type of dude who will have a party half that size and make it for $30 million just to be able to feel like, I just spent $30 million because <laughs> I'm that nigga. So I'm 50-50 with it, too, but I will say this. The math don't math for me because it's the sample. Because it's the sample, I feel like you also have to remember he paid everybody on that track. So from Faith to like the background singers to everybody, mm -hmm. they have their deal, whatever it is that was going on with that record. Then you got the engineers, then you got the producers, then you got you have all of these hands in the pot for one person. And just being the sample, for the sample to cost $5,000 a day forever for over 20-something years sounds stupid as shit. Because at that point, my, my next question is, how much did that song earn you over these years? One song, that song for that much time, has it earned you more than X millions and millions and millions of dollars? Because if it hasn't, it's a bad deal. It's, it's just like a movie. It's, it's a bad deal for sure. You're not wrong about that. But I'll say, in my humble opinion, I believe even if that song didn't suffice for for that price tag, other things have. You know what I'm saying? As far as Diddy's other endeavors, this nigga, you know what I'm saying, got his hands in and, and a lot of other endeavors that generate the money that I think could support the bill. It's subjective if he's lying or not or, you know, do I, I believe it's I, possible for I, I, him to pay that? Yeah, it's possible. I, I believe it's it's possible that he's telling the truth, but it's possible that he's capping. You know what I'm saying? He could afford it, though. At the end of the day, I believe he could afford it. What I was saying to you in our conversation, bro, is just that I believe he can afford it at the end of the day, rather he's lying or not. Yeah, and, and I think when it comes to... And also, I think there's a level of respect that comes to, to businessmen, right? So I look at this. I look at music the same way as I look at movies. There's input and output. If somebody spends $30 million on a movie 
they expect to see a certain amount come back that's going to be over that 30 mil. My thing is, if I spent right now, the 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 price tag is looking at what 60 mil plus on just the sample of the record and not the nothing else, just the sample before we paid everybody else. That's a 60 million dollar tab. He's probably still hustling to pay for that. That's disgusting to me. That's something that low key, like in the back of my mind, I'm like, I wouldn't call that nigga a friend, a fucking friend. Right. That's a that's a crazy deal. And yeah, if you really my man, you would lower that that ticket a little bit to the two stacks if it's the five stacks. Right? That that part that you know shit is crazy. Saying? And even two stacks, two stacks a day is crazy. A day, a yeah. day, nuts. But you know, hey. Rich niggas gonna do what rich niggas do. You know, we just know. Now I know Mace ain't never this, gonna get his publishing back. Yeah. Mace got a whole podcast <laughs> and he's still telling Cam, I mean, telling Cam, holla at Puff for me. Right, that part. Mace ain't never getting his publishing back. I'll tell you that much. Diddy got bills, bills. Because if that's the deal he did for one sample. You know, I, I think about it this way, right? Because, you know, the meaning behind the song, the sentiment and stuff like that, I feel like that's kind of equivalent to when people uh, continuously pay somebody's phone bill just to hear, just to hear the voice. voicemail and stuff Damn. like that. Like, because that's... of the sentiment behind the song, like, even if that was the bill, I feel like he's like, fuck it, like, I don't care, like, I'll pay it so it can stay, like, around forever. Like, one of those kind of tracks. Damn. Yeah, now that's a that's a good way to think about Leah, and I ain't think about that, and it's true because Biggie lives on due to that record. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I know yes. how I felt. I know how I felt as a little boy hearing that and, mm-hmm. and how it felt, and I know how I felt as an adult. So I agree with what you said. Now I feel like an asshole. <laughs> right. That shit just made us dark. I'm sad. And Sorry, shit now. guys. God damn. <laughs> now we, niggas out there crying. I mean, yeah. Shout it's a beautiful it's record, a beautiful though. Song there from that Shout out to the Fallen. My mom loved this record. I mean, you threw me off when you said the radios wasn't playing this because I know where I was from. Not when it first. No, no, I'm not talking about when it first dropped. There was a period of time where they didn't, like where they stopped Cold Turkey and it went and right back. I, and I'm saying I, I don't know if I lived to know that because of, it was always on. When, when Big died, this was never not played. No, I understand what you're saying. I'm saying, but for it to go cold turkey for a period of time, yeah. it wasn't like months or whatever, but for it to go cold turkey, imagine a song is number one, right? Yeah. And you know it's number one, and it's yeah. been number one. And then you turn on the radio, you don't hear it for like four days. And then all of a sudden, it come back number one and stay number one. Like, that's, that's crazy. Everybody going to have that question of what the fuck, what is happening? Yeah, why and why did this disappear you from everywhere? Yeah. This song crawled so when can I see you again could could uh walk. Oh, uh, Wiz Khalifa, when yeah. I see you again. Cuz that's that's another one. I forgot timeless, about that one. timeless that's record. That's a good one. Definitely a good one. That one Diamond. Shout out to to Wiz. That definitely went Diamond. I remember mm-hmm. that. That's his I think that's his highest selling record at this point. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's him and Charlie Puth. 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 Ain't it? No, it's Charlie Puth. Is it Puth? You know I listen to Charlie Puth. It's not Puth. I feel like it's Puth. I said Puth. Puth sounds weird. Yeah, something about Puth ain't right. (laughs) Charlie Puth. But it's P-U-T-H. Puth? That's what I thought. Peppy Le Puth. (laughs) But, um, continue with music. All right, let's get it. Jim Jones. Now, speaking of, you know... Speaking of Cam, speaking of that that 
that era. Jim Jones questions why Pusha T is on Billboard's top 50 rappers list. Let's go ahead and play Damn, the clip now. Damn, he asked that? Let's see what Jimmy oh, talking about, man. Okay. Interesting. You don't think Pusha T should be on the greatest 50 rappers of all time list? Wow. What has he what? done? What has he done that puts him in the greatest rappers of all time besides talk about that he probably didn't get? <laughs> wow. All, all by his side. He's I, nice. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's nice as he can rap his ass. He can rap his ass of what? What has he done? Nobody has dressed like yeah. him. Nobody wants to be like mm-hmm. Pusha T. No, I don't remember nothing. I, mm-hmm. And let's not be evil. But we don't talk about rap where that's popping the wanna and the wanna be like. I don't know too many in this game that was leaning towards being like Pusha T. So, where do we start? 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 All right. So first thing, first things first. Giving a little bit of background before I attack from my angle, I seem to remember not too long ago, there was a Dipset concert where Drake was there, right? This is where my brain goes. There was a Dipset concert where Drake was wearing Cameron's, uh, um, you know, the legendary pink fur, and he got a leg- he got a Dipset chain, and they said he's an honorary member of Dipset, and he was up there dancing with them and all that good stuff. And, you know, it seems that they were very chummy, very buddy-buddy. And even on this clip that I just played, right up under it, where with uh, what, you know, Jim Jones said, Joel Santana fixed his teeth to go ahead and say, uh, you know, fire emoji, (laughs) fire emoji, fire emoji. Um, 40-year-old niggas, 50-year-old niggas cannot big bro 30-year-old niggas. Let's start with that, right? It's nasty. I don't think that's your real opinion. I don't believe that that's your real opinion. I don't think you really feel that way about Push. I think that Drake can do something for you. Drake's been cozying up with you. You know where your alliance is right now. You got projects coming out. You have things that you want to do with your career. You need the okay of the of, of the sixth guy right now. You so think- you're trying to get him to favor you. And you're saying bozo shit. You think Jim playing that game? Well, Jim proved he was a hoe years ago. And by hoe, I mean hoes are niggas that they'll twerk for a bag. Like, Jim's proven that he's the bag nigga. Like, he's the nigga that will do certain shit for a bag. Him attacking the angle that he did and being like... crazy, fam. Because it's one thing to say, okay, this guy's not on... This guy shouldn't be on the top 50 list because he don't rap nice. Because he don't got projects or whatever. What he specifically attacked was... Oh, well, what did he do outside of music? The moment that you jumped outside of music, you knew you were talking bozo shit. Uh, He started saying that in order to be in the top 50 rappers list, you got to be somebody that the niggas want to be and the women want to fuck. I don't know how many women wanted to fuck Biggie Smalls. I don't know how many women wanted to fuck. Like, if I start going... Frank White had him, man. Frank, first of all, Frank White, we... Biggie was one of the greatest coercers of all time, right? Black and ugly as ever, however. His however was strong. But this is not a nigga. God bless. I don't know a single woman who had Biggie's poster on the wall and looked at that and said, sexy. We're not doing that. Like, but he deserves to be on that list. There's a lot of people. Okay, I see what you're saying. There's a lot of people that deserve to be on that list that don't fall under them two things. He reminds me of when certain people say shit like, Kendrick shouldn't be at the top of the game because I don't hear Kendrick in the club. Uh, Cole shouldn't be on the top of the game because 
niggas niggas in the hood don't want to be cold. And niggas or niggas will call them boring because exactly. because they not talking about just cold don't the motivate shit, niggas because I ain't never seen cold cop a diamond piece and motivate me to go get some money. Shit, That's like true. it's true. Jim Jones is pulling a dusty old fuck nigga move like that. He's he right now. He's being that thing that we, we talk about this on the pod all the time. There's a lot of people, there's OGs in the streets and then there's old niggas right now. He's Mm -hmm. being an old nigga coming from that old nigga perspective. What do you mean? Exactly. When you're not doing it, when you're not adding something positive to the conversation and you're doing things that we would expect the young people to do, like you're supposed to be the one kind of giving knowledge giving game and kind of pointing people in the right direction and you're pointing niggas like you hit his words sound like how he dress oh, damn. Uh, oh my god crazy <laughs> like <The visual. laughs> like his words right now sound like how he dressed he dressed he dressed like the uncle that's still like you know the nigga that's 30 years older than you but still trying to fuck with the friends of the girl that you got oh so he then yes. came in with um with like a pair of like Durango's <laughs> and, some Pe- and some Pele jeans, or he got he got Paco jeans. He got Paco jeans on. <laughs> he got Paco jeans and maybe a Mesquite hoodie somewhere. Uh, he was born in the '80s, but only listened to drill music. He got a Kango oh hat in, the, in his back seat, <laughs> that left corner, the back left corner. But no, nah, like I hate when I hear when I hear rappers do shit that hurts the craft. Because certain, certain mentalities are poisonous to hip-hop. Because we talked about this when the Boosie conversation, when Boosie was like, um, Boosie said this about somebody. He said that about Hove. He said... Oh, Hove not relevant. He said, Hove is not relevant because we don't hear Hove in the club. Nas is not relevant because we don't hear Nas in the club. And yeah. we, we talked about that when we were like, when it comes to the culture, when it comes to us talking about like actual music and doing shit the right way. Yeah. I don't think of all people, you being somebody who's in the sport, somebody who does it, you should be an ambassador. You should be the person who's championing them niggas. Well, you should be definitely one of the people who's championing doing shit the right way. Question though, is he wrong in the sport of rapper saying I just don't feel like he's that? Like as far as like when because <clears throat> he wouldn't me, be, he wouldn't cause, be because I feel like that's fair to do in that. It's, it's sportsmanship now. Okay. Sportsmanship. You, you not that. Sportsmanship that, is it, saying, wait, wait, wait. Sportsmanship would be saying he's not that. But that's not what he said. Remember, word for word, he said he could wrap his ass off. I'm not talking about that. For me, it's not about that. For me, to be number one or to be in the top 50 list, men want men need to want to be you and women need to want to fuck you. That's saying you not that in your zone way. That's still saying you might be fresh, but you not that over here. That's, That's not still- sportsmanship. If I say, okay, a good example, right? If I say Luka Doncic is not that, and my reasons for saying Luka Doncic ain't that is, I mean, yeah, he could play his ass off, and his offensive game is crazy, but the nigga can't dress. Kawhi is not that. Why? Because Kawhi still drives a 97 uh, Chevy Tahoe and got braids. I see what you're saying, and now... It make me think, why are you taking it to a personal place? If you could critique somebody, if you don't like their craft, or even if you're not saying you don't like their craft, you could big them up, but then if you're giving them personal digs, that's where it's a problem. That's why 
Um, you know, I respect Charles Barkley and certain guys when they say things of, I don't know why these guys, they'll, I say all these positive things and I say one thing like critical of them and, and they take it, you know, they take it left. And by the way, some of the shit he said was wrong too. Because if we're talking about, he was like, oh, nobody ever wanted to dress like Pusha T. Nobody ever wanted to be like Pusha T. Because especially, you know, the, the young nigga that you was just dick riding two months ago, Drake, we all know that Drake not only wanted to be Pusha T, he had a, a microphone that was signed from Pusha T and he said did. that all he ever wanted to do was rap like the clips. Pusha T broke his heart. <laughs> he had to make them this rap. That's crazy. Like, so for me to look at that and for, for him to say shit like that, I'm like, that's weird. Yeah, why? Yeah. Like, why lie? Yeah, the personal digs. Now, when you put it like that, I I don't know what made the personal digs come into it because that does make it look funny. Yo, but put, doing push. it because of Drake would I would I would hope I would hope that's not Jim. That's Jim's mo. Jim's not stupid though. Push was a creative director at Louis Vuitton. Push was a a a, a push was a fashion director for Chanel. Push was like what but are you know, we talking but, about? But you know, I say this. Uh, you know, you know them New York. New York cast, especially city cast, they don't care about none of that. If it's not, if it ain't drippy to them, if it ain't drippy in New York, it ain't drippy nowhere. That's the, that's they shit. That's how they do. But that's not what he's talking. For him to say, but yet again, going back to the whole no one thing. Yeah, yeah. Then you're lying. Like that's what I'm saying. Well, like yeah, at yeah. that point, you're lying. Yeah, uh, agreed. I, I do feel like it was listening to it. It was unnecessary, but he felt. If you feel like that, stand on your square. No, most definitely. You can say whatever you, know you what want saying? to say. But my thing is, especially somebody with, I would, I I hope, this is what I hope happens. Push hears everything. Oh, Push, Push going to say something. I, I, I want all that smoke. I and you know hit. what's crazy? Jim and them just rap, rapped on Diet Coke. Like, when Diet Coke came out, Jim and um, Fab got a freestyle on that. Yeah, show. I heard. I heard. Jim should have yeah. stayed off that beat. But, um... Fab did a great job. Fab, I was about to say Fab. Fab a, did an okay, amazing job. I was going to say Fab definitely did his G- thing on Diet Coke. That wasn't really Jim's pocket. Conway killed his verse on it, too. Yeah. that Yeah. Jim's a lot better of a rapper now than he was oh, in his prime. Oh, Jim I is, feel like now is a better prime for him. Dude. Jim is doing his thing. Shout out to Back in My Prime with him and Hitmaker. That's a, it's dope. Yeah, it's... it's uh, nah, that shit is good. Fam. It's cool. That shit is good, It's bro. cool. There's a lot of... I, I heard a lot of, like... A lot of it is mixed incorrectly. A lot of it has a lot of things where I, I would we go through wouldn't it after have, this. Fuck that, bro. That's I wouldn't hard. have done that, but I see where they wanted to go, and it's not Jim that was the problem, by the way. I think Hitmaker made a made a lot of mistakes on that pro a lot of mistakes. We gonna we gonna talk later. I'm mm-hmm. inter- All right. A lot of mistakes. Know. I don't know. Okay. But um, but yeah, man. I we just thought that was to get to too. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. I just thought that that was an interesting conversation, and I just hate, I hate when there are people who are supposed to have certain positions in the culture that do things that are beneath them. Like doing shit like that should be beneath somebody of Jim Jones, like Jim Jones' stature. Uh, I would say it's not because if you know Jim Jones' history, he don't mind going in. He's another rapper who don't mind going in. On other artists, he might not make what well, habit of that's it, not a problem. But here's, I think you're misconstruing what I'm saying. There's nothing wrong with going in on other artists. If you're if you're a fan of hip hop, that's just part of the game. Like, right, right, right. I think there's a difference though between going in on an artist and when it's time to talk shop, it's time to talk shop. 
I heard you. Okay. That's when it gets nasty for me. That's I. You know me. There's a time and a place for everything. Agreed. You could talk greasy about somebody. You could talk about whatever. I don't believe there's rules in hip hop, but I do believe that there is a way that you carry yourself as a man who has a craft. One hundred percent. Won't disagree. Won't get a disagreement from me with that. So. You mentioned new music. There's been a lot of new music that dropped. Out of all of it, the ones that made the most noise for me or from what I've seen, mm-hmm. uh, the Drake record. Drake released a uh, a Lucy. Yeah, it was pretty good. It was yeah, Searching, it was it was cool. Searching, Search and Destroy is cool. You know what I'm saying? Um, the big conversation around that is the fact that he sampled a, a conversation with uh, Kim Kardashian. And so it was, petty, bro. yeah, it's, it's, and especially I didn't realize that he dropped it on Good Friday. He dropped it on Good Friday. And on top of that, it's after the concert where they pieced it up. I told you they was up there. Well, I told you when they did that concert, I told you Drake looked like he was up there, like just doing something like for a check. He looked like he was disinterested. You could tell it was just two niggas that don't like each other up there just for the bag real quick. Yeah. And now it comes full circle when you see Drake do shit like this. Yeah, that was um a lot of people, you know, I think he got the reaction he wanted. There's a lot of people that are pro it. There's people that want him to keep shooting at at Ye forever. Um there's a lot of us that are over it and just want good music. I I think I'm more on the side of if the song is fire, shoot. You know me. I I believe hey, shoot forever. Hey, keep it keep I it I just going. don't think the song was great. I think it was cool. I think if you're going to do something like sample the man's wife and do all of that, you got to swing harder. Make than that. it something that's not a skip. Because I'll yeah. say it's a decent song. But I'm not going back it's to a, that. It's a, it's a skip. A year from now, am I ever going to play that record? Two years from now, three years from now, am I really ever I, going back to that? I might search and destroy that shit from my playlist right <laughs> now. Like, hold on real quick. What's the name of that shit? I think I, it's I'm search t- and destroy. I'm, I'm fucking around. But they're not together anymore. Ex-wife. ex-wife. Ex-wife, but it's still maybe cool. Felt, it's, maybe he felt like it was okay to do it. Even if we took away ex-wife, baby mother. Like, my yeah. thing is if... That was real light-skinned of him to do. Yeah, if I if I ever had beef with a nigga, for me to sample his baby mother talking about divorcing him, <laughs> I know when that fade is coming. Like, I know when I walk into the club, this nigga gonna swing. Like, I know what I'm doing at that point. Mm. But, you know, that's just me. Um... Tyler, the creator, g- gave that feel of um, that hip hop feel, man. That's like that tape is like a restore order, like for for me, for what I like from hip hop. That should just give you the the boom bap, but it's eclectic at the same time. Like you got some different sounding shit on there that's like really good too. That could go in a dance electronic rap alternative type bag. Like it's it's all over the place. He got a real dope record on there with um. Brent Fayez and Fanny Hughes, where it's two records meshed into one. Yeah. I'm fucking with that hard. Um, the song he got with Young Boy called, like, What's Your Name? He, young Boy got a fire verse on it. Yeah. Um, it's it's hard. And then he put the song that I like, that you put me onto from the last album, Massa. Yeah. I don't know why Massa's back on there, but I like the Massa song. A lot of people requested it, which is weird. I've never seen... I've never seen an artist listen to a request like that, so that was cool. He he still it still just sound good, like and it sound good in those songs. It didn't sound out of pocket though, which is dope that because that project came out in the in the album before, but people were like this song would sound good in this project. He moved it and proved that it does. 
that to me there, there's a little bit of a flex in that in showing that not only like that's a crowd interaction thing but it also shows that you really care that much about the listening experience so yeah tyler the creator dj drama pharrell call with me the executive yeah call me if you get lost pharrell with the executive production man that shit was amazing run it up uh dj drama i'm really like that was dope that was he to put me, rise on there too my fault to me there weren't a ton of tracks that I liked on I'm really like that I feel like it's one of those it's one of those projects where there were like three four songs that I would keep and the rest of it was like cool like if it comes up it's dope but I don't think I'm gonna like save the whole project but but drama did okay he did cool now as far as major releases go um black also dropped his project with black I don't want to give a a, a half-assed review I will admit, I only had a chance to listen to the full project twice. Now, uh, I listened to as, it like three. As far as a short review, what I can say is it's one tone. I will say majority of it matches a singular tone, and it feels like it was too long for me. I think for that particular tone, I would have enjoyed a shorter project, but that's that's all I got so far. Like, I will say that. Yeah, um, we might could, you know, revisit it again. Yeah, we'll double day, back. Like, to double back on it, but because I do need some more time on it because I'm a fan of black and stuff, and sometimes you just got to spin the block for certain things. The mood is somber just throughout the, Very whole, somber. the whole thing. Like, it's like, and that's okay to do, but, you know, because of being a fan of black, just... We it don't need to be turned up records, but more some upbeat to throw some balance in there. Like if you gonna do, I would like some sort of variation. If you some sort do, of like, change. what was we talking about earlier? If you gonna do that, was that that new era rock type mm-hmm. type the early two thousands? If you gonna do that vibe, because that's the vibe I got in listening. Ten to tracks, it, to twelve it. tracks. I don't. You don't do a whole full like uh, what is it twenty songs or something <laughs> like that of that. Because even then, like, Linkin Park and, and other groups we could name, when they were in that somber mood, you still got some upbeat yeah, in, in the middle to keep us engaged. Because if there was a whole album of that, nigga, we might drive off the cliff. <laughs> I'm sorry. My bad. But no, that's real. You know I, I feel like I like dynamics in my music. I, I like when there's high points, low points. I want there to be fast, slow, things of that nature. Like, I feel like there were too much... There were too many records that hit the same notes, that hit the same type of uh, vibe for me in a row for it to be that long of an album. Where it, at one point, it felt like it was punishing me. Like, like you know when you get to a point in an album where you're like, damn, this shit's still going? That's yeah. what it felt like. And it wasn't bad music. I think that's what also... Yeah, it's a good album. I was going to say, I want to give credit to some tracks. But... Yeah, no, a lot of them were, I'll say this, lyrically... Dope. Sonically. The pen is dope. crazy. Pen is crazy. But it still can be overbearing if too many of the songs mesh too crazy. And then at one point you lose track of what song am I even listening to? Yeah. Like a lot of them like went into each other. Like again, like that somber mode. Like the transition was like this song six could have been five and song seven could have been six yeah. and five. <laughs> like like they all could have been like <clears throat> The same shit, but uh, Fatal Attraction was crazy. Like, that's a standout for me. Temporary with Don Tolliver is also, like, another standout for me, and I like Stories in Motion with Wale. 
Yeah. Rent free is crazy. Rent the shits. I forgot rent free is on here. I forgot that was on there I, too. Rent free, but I was jamming rent free. If we you black fans, rent free been out for like for a while for a little minute. Um, um it's, it's a dope album. Rent free is probably the most upbeat song on here, which says a lot already. Right. Um, another major release, Chloe Bailey. Um, Chloe dropped her first album. Now I will say this for an artist who's never dropped a project before, because that just popped up in That's my head as well. Shit? This is really? her first actual project of really? her own. Yeah. Oh, I'm so, okay. I will say this. The quality of her voice, the quality of her performance on the album, amazing. I don't believe that a lot of those records fit her, and I don't feel like I know her after listening to the album. And I think that's one thing that I like about people's first albums, they're usually a story. You know, whether it be hip-hop or R&B, you usually try to find out who is this person on their first project, their first big outing. And for her to have the label ties that she has, the money that she has, you would think it would dive deeper into her. Now, the hard part is it seems like with those ties come constraints because a lot of her records sound like throwaway Beyonce records. Oh, wait, Beyonce's like Beyonce, Lucy's and shit. Like yeah. That. And a lot of this sounded to me just, which is okay, but like it sounded like every song was pinned by someone else. And I mm-hmm. don't want to discredit people because I make music and shit too. I don't want to discredit her if that's the not the case. But that's what it sounded like in listening to it. It sounded like it. It didn't you sound personal. Now, I will also bring up the fact that two months before this dropped, maybe a month and change before this dropped, there was a hard drive issue and there was an issue where all of her uh, records for this project got leaked. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh, all of her original records for this project got leaked. So whatever the project was going to be ended up being scrapped. And this is her second go at this project. Now, uh, at that point, it makes me wonder, OK, was this one of those? Well, this is a label obligation. I got about a month to just get my shit together and put this out. So let me just follow what they're saying and put it out versus what what we were originally going to get. Because also, none of her singles are on this project except the Chris Brown one. Right, all the right. other singles she had before are all gone. Right. She got a bunch of cheap, cold songs on here, though. Like, I feel like every song she got in, in like, a quick skim through of it, they are, like, all cheap, cold records. Like, I do feel like anything she put from it should work, even if it don't work like chart-topping chart work in that They're way. They're good songs. I think anything yeah. she would pull out from this album should work. Yeah. And I do believe that... Shut you know what's funny? I actually think that this album is going to age well. That's what and I, that's I actually I think. Too. I think later on in her career, if her next two projects are better, people will come back to this project and it will sound different because of how good her vocal performance is on it. The only thing is, the only critique I got is I wish the Missy record was better. Missy has a dope verse on there, um, and they did something different, but it I don't know how to, I don't think it was produced well or executed. Some It's called um, Told Ya when y'all listen to it. And hey, if y'all y'all give some review and give me a feedback or something like that, but I I didn't like that record. I like like that. Missy had a dope verse though. 
Yeah, man. And with honorable mentions, a lot of these records we haven't had a chance to really sit down and fully listen to. Um, you got Courtesy and Jermaine Dupree. Oh, I, I fucks with that. You know dropped, that. Uh, they dropped their project. I forgot the name of that one. Oh, that one's called Motivational Purposes Only. Yeah, that um, one was uh, solid. I only got one listen through that. Um, the Return of Ray Schremert. I I haven't had a chance to hear that project yet because it just dropped like hours ago. Yeah. So for motivational use only, Volume One, the Currency uh, JD album. Yeah, dope for seven songs on there. Also, the Great Escape, Larry June, something that's new. That's a dope album. I had to we had it running in the pre-production. I, yeah, I was rocking with it, right? Yeah, no, most definitely. And the last project, um, before we go ahead and jump in one last break before we get to the listener letter, the last project. Now, October London's been around for a long time. And, you know, mm-hmm. he's one of those people I've been waiting to blow up. He's been on tour with a lot of different people doing their background vocals and, you know, doing his Eric Bellinger thing for a lot of different people. A good-ass singer, for He sure. just dropped an album called The Rebirth of Marvin. And that project is amazing. I ain't heard the project, but that from track top, I sent you was crazy, right? Yeah, like from top to bottom. I actually, um, I just had Monet listen to it earlier today, and what you thought about it? It was really good. Like, <laughs> I was just sitting there, like doing other stuff while it was playing, and I looked over at him, like, "Yo, this this is really good," and I like that older sounding, you know, R and B sound, and it's like I wish that there were more artists like. Not even just mainstream, but just more artists in general that gave that sound because my playlist is full of <laughs> old school type yeah. of music. And I really love that as far as like R&B is concerned. But it's, it sounds really good. I'm going to definitely check it out because October so, London is a, a dope artist for sure. Man, his vocal flexibility is probably the craziest um, thing on the album. That and the production. The production sounds very close to that era of music and what i like is when he does sample marvin's voice he's able to do this thing where when it's time he can sound like marvin and then change his voice to sound like his voice he went into a marvin gay bag i had to look and make sure it was still him i was like yeah like he knows how to make his okay a good example you remember when jamie fox did ray yeah. And Jamie and was able, he, he could voice. actually do yeah. Ray's voice. Yeah. This guy was able in tap project in to tap into Marvin Gaye's voice. So, okay. like, imagine the sample is playing, then he sings along with the sample, then the sample plays again, and he'll play around doing the backgrounds of the sample and then jump into his verse. He'll sound like Marvin, then switch up to a modern voice, then sound like Marvin, and just go in and out. Wow. And so effortlessly, it was kind of yeah. crazy. That's fire. I hope he did, you know, I'll find out myself. I hope he did I Want You in his own way. There's a few there, there's there's a few um samples of that in there, but yo, the yeah. the album is called the Re- the Rebirth of Marvin and it is right now. I will say this, out of all the projects I've heard so far this year, that's the most impressive. October London's really that's that's high regard now. That is the most impressive that I've it heard so good. far. It was really good. Um, well, on the weekend, y'all, you know what I'm saying? If y'all want to check that October London and Rebirth of Marvin when y'all cleaning the crib or just, That's you know, vibing out. definitely clean the crib music, for real. Oh, yeah. Light an instant, light a Facts. joint, do what you do. As a matter of fact, you know, let's go ahead and transition into the listener letter. Oh, yeah. I'm going to play a quick uh, record from October London and uh, let's get into that mood, man. Uh, 
comment Reggie Days Radio. Go ahead and pull out that Shazam, baby. Let's go. Get up on that floor. Feel the vibe is right. Touching on your body. Touching. Girl, you're out of sight. Give it to me now. Let me feel the sweat. It's dripping off my face. No fears, no fears. The way you move. Thank you guys for uh, rocking with us. I hope that we keep the vibes going. I hope you guys are enjoying yourselves, whether you at work, whether you at school, whatever it is that you're doing. Let's go. Okay. For oh, uh, the no, listener letter, whatever the question like is, you'll answer first. Yeah. Okay. You you answer first, and then we compliment your verse. Why? Because you haven't been talking, and you're, you know, a fan favorite. You're a fan well, favorite. I thought that was I, obvious. I don't, it wasn't yeah, just I talked more this episode than I did the last. Yeah, and the last was a problem. Remember? Right. Yeah. You good? We just want your fans. You know, we don't want the the cast barbs to be on our ass. You feel me? For not letting you talk. Not then the they cast think, barbs. And then they think we just, you know, we don't. <laughs> We don't hear women, and women don't want to be the heard Casamigos. on our fucking show. The cast, the, the cast amigos, might, you might have one. That's good. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Yeah. That's that's yeah. That might be a, a brand, the cast amigos. Right. All right. So I'm jumping in. I'm taking that. <laughs> Shout out to the cast amigos. All right. So, dear Reggie Days Radio, let's see. Is this a man or a woman? One of my friends. Dad, 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 
It's a woman. Okay, so yeah. All right, so what name? Um, Wakisha. Please. Are, Dang, I was gonna say like this is why people don't let y'all know. Please. Know. Wait, can we can Wanda. we can we read it first and then give a name? Wanda. All right. Well, we'll probably just name them after where they from. We'll just keep that for now because you niggas should not name nothing. Because I, I was going to say like Martha. Martha. God Wanda. Damn. Nah, naming a chick Martha is crazy. <laughs> you, the nigga who named somebody Waukesha and say Martha is crazy is wild. All right. Dear Reggie Days Radio, I'm a new, uh, newer, excuse me. I'm a newer listener and just want to start off by saying that I love this show. You guys are the only podcast with men that don't give me a headache. Oh, we fly. That's fine. First, I have a request. Can you guys make a new Reddit page? It looks like the old one was deleted, and I think it would be fun to be able to talk about the topics with other listeners. Hate yeah, to break it to you. Nah. We didn't have one before. We that, had, that other Reddit oh, wow. was random people who just made that and didn't keep we, it. We had our own Reddit? Yeah. Wow. But wow. Y'all really It was just random us, people talking, and I had no control over it. I just... I saw it. I saw topics on it like twice. Yeah, but I I don't think there was like a Reddit community. Oh, hold on. Oh, <laughs> the last letter you guys had, where Sheen the Dream told the listener to go behind his girlfriend's back after she said to leave the kid alone, had my girls yelling at the speaker like y'all were in the room. Hey. Yikes. Oh wow. I said I still spun the block and said, "Don't listen to me." <laughs> You know what I'm saying? But it's all good. What if he paused the episode? What huh? if the nigga never got to finish the episode, bro? Damn, my fault, bro. Yes. Well, I hope he didn't get clapped or no shit. Second, we wanted to know if y'all ever thought about doing a merch bundle for crowdfunding. We would definitely be interested if you ever do. My girls mentioned Reality Bites boy shorts. Reality Bites boy shorts. Hey, yo. That sounds fire. That do sound kind of. That's kind of hard. You feel me? Okay. Damn. For y'all, y'all going to rock our shit. You know what I'm saying? With the with the bite on the bike? I've never heard of a crowdfunding bundle. So I'm going to have to Google that. Yeah. Mm. We about to learn. We about to fuck around and find out today. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, I have a question. One of my friends is of Middle Eastern descent. And believes that a reason people in the West struggle so hard with relationships and building families is because we all choose our own mates instead of arranging marriages. She believes that people would end up with better mates if they were set up rather than dating and searching for themselves. What do you guys think? Thank you guys for being so dope. Much love for Mer- or from Meridian. Oh, she's from Meridian, Mississippi. Shout out. Home of, home of Big Crit. And uh, Carlos Miller. Word. Shout out to the Grand Meridian. Right, right, right. So, what do y'all think? Arranged marriages. marriages. Well, you know, I grew up liking Aladdin. And, you know, I don't have nothing to say. I want to stay out of this because I already had chicks screaming at me and shit like that. This ain't my (laughs) playing field. I'm going to shut up. I'm going to let cast cut what you think so i'm just gonna start off by saying i'm not against it or for it you know i'm saying i think every culture has their own thing and i respect it however i wouldn't want to have an arranged marriage and i'm saying i want to pick my partner know my partner learn my partner you know what i'm saying and 
and build with them wholeheartedly than to be forced um especially when you have situations or scenarios where you know uh a woman, for example, is like 15 or 13 and her partner is like 40. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, That's where, where's, crazy. where's that opportunity to grow with your partner and, That's and, a good point. and stuff, you know? So it, it's, I, I'm, I just wouldn't want to go through the motions of an arranged marriage. You know what I'm saying? But Hey, you know, uh, yeah. Um, what I do got, cause I was going to be immature. I'll leave that alone. An arranged marriage. I see where Shorty may be coming from because that's what she knows. That's her background. That's their culture and everything. So I ain't going to be disrespectful. But I'll say this. Like, having people pick somebody that they think would be good for you gets tricky because, like, they could they could know you on a surface level. They could know you on a day-to-day, but they still really might not know you like that. And then they got this person that they think is perfect for the person that you've always presented to them and they still don't know you on a certain level, and now they got the perfect person for some of you, but not in totality. So mm-hmm. that's that's how I view that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be cool with it. I I definitely agree with you, but I feel like for some people it's necessary <laughs> because <laughs> I just I know there's there's some people in my life they pick that's bad. on like baby daddy number four, number five, and just they. You know they can't keep a good one, or they can't. They, they they never have a good one, right? And it's just like you look at them continuously, dig themselves in this hole, and you know it got to the point where you know someone that I know, their mom had to step in and be like, no, like I found this guy for you. He actually likes you. He thinks you're cute. He doesn't mind the kids. You're going on a date with him. Damn, it got that. So real. what you're saying? Three, four baby daddies. Yeah. Are you, are you sure? Like, no disrespect, but like. She's not the issue. You know she what I'm saying? Because be. you, you can have somebody arrange for her and still run into the same scenario. But I feel like I, when it comes it to like being arranged, <laughs> when it comes to being arranged, like the person or usually in this case, the, the man that mm-hmm. is in the arranged you know, relationship or marriage or whatever the case may be, he's only looking for it for one thing. Like he doesn't need her to be whole most of the time. Like mm. he doesn't, you know, d- of course depending on the guy but i feel like in most cases like maybe you just you know want her like like how she looked want her for you know sex or whatever the case may be no more kids or maybe you do want more kids maybe he's like she real fertile <laughs> you know what i'm saying but like i don't think that's i don't think that's usually the first thing that comes to mind because especially if you think about arranged marriages like you know uh how they practice it in in other parts of the world they're not thinking about oh is this person gonna be good for me like what if i like her what if i don't they don't care about that they just want to make sure you look good like you're of a certain stature and and that that's it i do agree because i you know um growing up i i um i you know i grew up with a i grew up with a very uh, multicultural school i had the opportunity to grow up with people who did go through the motions of arranged marriage um one couple in particular who came across each other in ninth grade, but they were groomed for it because I want to say somewhere around like 11th or 12th grades when they actually went through the process of, you know, um, having their wedding and, and it, that even took steps too. But, you know, they, they love each other till this day. They got kids, you know, they're, they're, they're great. And, um, I'm not, so my point is, is it works for some people. 
You know what I mean? But it 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 may not work for everybody. But I think it, it's pros and cons to it because kind of like Monet was just saying, like sometimes we pick the wrong people, you know. Mm-hmm. And you can have somebody who's very close to you who might just know you a little bit better, mm-hmm. you know, on the outside, you know, what what they think is good for you because you're too emotionally attached versus thinking logically or what have you. So now, hey, let me give you my input. Let me let me introduce you to X, Y, and Z, and then you know, boom, you got to click. So yeah, yeah you know, it's a it'd hit be and miss. too emotionally attached to the wrong thing. Correct. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you think, think? Reg? Majority of the people I know choose shitty partners more than they choose good people to begin with before the relationship even starts. Like, and when I say shitty partners, I'm not even talking about, you know, people who eventually you find out that they have certain quirks or certain bad behaviors or they do certain things. I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about people who are objectively horrific human beings that you you can tell as a external party when you see the person like you are introduced to this person in passing and can look at them and be like there's no reason that this should be a relationship right (laughs) yeah and and mm. it's not like it's only a few people like that a vast majority of people that not only it's people that i know people i come across even people that i see in public as somebody who just is a people watcher who speaks to people things of that nature i can look and tell you that oh this guy yeah he steals i know it. <laughs> oh her yeah no that's that's not gonna that's not gonna go where you think it's gonna go and i think part of that is american culture now i do believe there's a there's there are negatives that come with everything there's negatives that come with the idea of arranged marriages because there's certain things that people are not aware of there's certain other things within those cultures that do arrange marriages that take away just certain freedoms and liberties and things of individuals right. that are very big issues right very that's something that's, that's very right. obvious but i don't believe that there's a perfect method now knowing that are there some positives that come in the idea of arranged marriages? Yes. Like, I think that there could be a beneficial, modernized arranged marriage. And what I mean by that is mm. an, a fully idealized adult, somebody, you know, 21 and up, 25 and up, whatever, who knows that they want to settle down, they want to get married, who sits there and chooses a council of people who could be their jury or whatever it is that chooses and this group of people looks through for suitable mates to actually create a family. Are they on the clock? Is they on the payroll for that? Well, I'm, just... I'm just I'm coming up with an, just an idea. It could be family members. It could yeah. be because a lot of the time, people people who do arranged marriages, one thing that they have in mind is that there is a bigger picture. There's usually a bigger picture. With arranged marriages come things like dowries, come things like you know. Um, acquisition of wealth sharing of wealth sharing of resources things of that nature i know that even with wedding proposals especially with a lot of west african and east african cultures there are things that come to the table between the families and familial conversations where things like the the future line you know children things of that nature their safety their stability are already being discussed 
before they even finalize who the choice is going to be. The difference between that and the West is in the West, as far as in America, we don't, we, a lot, we believe in purposeless relationships. We advertise purposeless lives. We don't aim for things like the familial unit, pulling communities together, living community-based lives, things of that nature. So a lot of this stuff is going to be hard to pull off. And especially when you're going around dating and you look at somebody and you're like, oh, first thing I'm thinking about is, wow, this person's attractive or they you know, have the accent that I like. They dress that I, the, they dress the way that I like the, the, you know, just all of those menial things and focusing your dating off of those things. Or even the people who focus off of race, people who focus off of height, focus yeah. off of different things like of that nature. person. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes by the time you, and most, I'll say the most times, by the time you get down to the actual individual, it's too late. You, you don't even know the person because you done all these other external things that don't even fucking matter is what why you're with them or why you're attracted to them but you get with that person and you don't even like the human now and now you you might be stuck you have resentment hence why you'll see married some married people or people that are in in relationships not happy you know what i'm saying not not looking fulfilled and you could tell from being around that like oh no they don't even fuck with each other as human beings like you know what i'm saying and you can see a lot of that you know from saying? the beginning if you avoid the rose-colored glasses the rose-colored glasses come after you find somebody attractive we've seen this before there's women that find somebody attractive and when they do they can overlook any flaw that that person has well, it don't matter if, shit, you so and yeah it, it, like they can overlook any flaw that the person has because they are that attracted to them Attraction is dangerous, man. Don't nobody make up more excuses than a girl that's attracted to somebody because she, you know, that man could be nothing close to her ideal partner. Like, you know, she, they, she could have a list of this is what I want a man to be. And then she finds somebody that she's attracted to and she start making excuses. Well, he just don't have that yet. Or he's working on that. So that's okay. niggas, (laughs) Niggas do it too. Yeah. Niggas throw their morals out, out and I think quick. And I think that's for the, for where the, for the bad one. I think mm. that's where uh, Meridian. I think that's where your homegirl is coming from. If she's witnessed in her time here, I don't know if she was born here, raised here, whatever. But if she's witnessed looking around the same stuff that we've witnessed as people, yo, a lot of people do need help. Like that's a real thing. Now, do I think just you know OG arranged marriage is a good idea? No. For a lot of reasons, for legal reasons, for morality reasons, for Could a ton of reasons, I don't think that that's Leo a good thing. DiCaprio and Marcus Houston and some of these niggas. Oh, they they be living the same life they live today. Um, <laughs> oh them shit. niggas would be perfect. You could you could oh snap your God. fingers right now and they wouldn't know shit change. But oh shit, <laughs> I just I don't know. I'm I'm one of those oh, people who's pro shit. functionality. And I, I recognize the ridiculousness in our society and how we live. A lot of the things that we aim for are pointless. My dating career in my 20s was pointless. Pointless bitch after pointless bitch. But I knew. After pointless bitch. But I knew. Not to mention the other pointless bitch. And I, like, I was aware. Like, them, you could have asked me. The, and you could have asked me in the too. time. You could have asked me at the time, hey, you know, do you see a future with this person? My answer, as a matter of fact, as a friend of mine who has asked me this question before, Cass, <laughs> I saw she will coming. ask me, 
Sorry, coming. You see, you see a future with this person. I'll look at Cass. I'll laugh. I'll say, "Fuck no." Straight up, just like that. <laughs> yeah, Cass. We serious go, face we and all. We go Dead serious. Too. I've heard these stories. But that was just what it was, and I feel like too many of us get caught up in the idea that that's okay, and not think about the big picture of actually carving out what you want your actual life to be. Now, do I think that that would be anything that would take off? Absolutely not. Because I actually, two things. One, people don't like being told what to do. At all. Two, I don't think any, whether it be like governmental forces or, you know, advertising, like big business companies or whatever, I don't think any of them would be okay with that because it would cost a lot of money. It would, they would lose a lot. All of that Valentine's bullshit, all of that super duper like the idealized love from these rom coms or whatever, that shit would take a hit. But you know, I couldn't imagine. But you know, I'll I'll say this. I feel like there will be a lot less bitter, angry, 30, 40 something year old women if there was something in place where there was some type of arranged situation going on. Because I feel like they get to a point and, you know, like Reggie was saying, we waste our 20s and stuff like that. Those prime years, especially as a, as a woman, like we, we're on a clock, you know, we can't be having babies or doing whatever at a later you know time. Right. So I feel like, you know, these the women, padded. Padded <laughs> these women, when they're like, you know, in their early 20s and mid 20s and stuff like that, they were probably the the type of, you know, ideal person or they probably were still had that mindset where they could you know be that that wife or you know whatever the case may be but wasted it away and now they're older and their mindset is all fucked up and <laughs> nobody wants to date them so they're you know angry and stuff like that but i feel like if there was some type of arranged marriage or something where their family was like look you need to not do that you're going to go date this person because this person is good for you it'll be a lot less of them Especially if you have like criteria. If yeah. you have criteria, everything changes. Because if you look at it and you're like, okay, so where's this guy from? Let's look up his medical history. Let's look up his, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like the same way you, for a job. Like we're going to look at what he's from. We're going to look at what is he doing? Like what kind of career does yeah. he have? Is he a criminal? Does he hurt women? Does he this and that? Like, do you know how much would be nipped in the bud before it even started? Yeah, a lot of you narcissist motherfuckers would be at the crib. out of, out of business. Out of they be out here protesting, right? <laughs> we have a voice too. <laughs> We're right, not so. all bad people. We're just misunderstood. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't know, I'm just sitting here and I've been thinking this whole time and I'm like, you know, technically all marriages are arranged marriages, right? You really don't know your partner until you you get married and you move in and you build with them, right? So whether somebody picked that person or you picked that person, you 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 don't what? you you don't you don't know what you're up against. It's still an arrangement to be with somebody at the end of the day and build and establish that 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 relationship, but you know that's true, but the difference is it's self-arranged, so you're self-evaluating who this person is, and oh, this is wifey, this is hubby, or whatever, and I do want to build and, and see how far this thing could go forever type shit with this exactly. person versus, 
versus an arranged one where it's like, all right, you boom, y'all. Let's them. say y'all say, you know what, Sheem, I don't like y'all choice, your choice in women, so we're gonna bring <laughs> this to you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Something like that. You actually correct. I see where you're coming from. No doubt. Yeah, I think that's the big thing. Just having help. Like imagine just yeah. like when you go to court, you got a you got like a counsel. Mm. So imagine when dating women, right? Imagine if you had a counsel of people that you trust just that make you're sure like they're not these your are smart. Girls. Yeah, dude, never. <laughs> never. Facts, facts. You got to pick people that you believe make actual good decisions, not people that just say what you want <laughs> or just say what you want to hear or whatever. Yeah, girl. Not you the ones that coddle your, coddle your ego. Or the people that tell you to break up with people just because they lonely. Yeah. Or the people that Leave try that to ruin... Good girl. Right. The people that try to ruin your relationship because they want you but in the streets. fuck that bitch. Right. Mm. Hey, we outside we tonight. Are, we outside <laughs> You already tonight. knew. <laughs> yep. It's a real it's thing. It's supposed to be a hot girl summer. Right. Not so, that yeah. Don't have an arrangement by people, your, your friends that... Are uh, yes. the devil on your shoulder per se? Exactly. Yeah. So imagine that, like having people that you know are good counsel, make good decisions, whatever, and having those people right by your side to help you navigate and help you make sure that you're looking at things from a correct angle. I could see where that would be beneficial. Am I saying it's perfect? No, but I do see where that would be help because I do believe a lot of people need that help, and yep. I've seen y'all. You need the help. Yes. Help me, bitch. <laughs> but uh that's about it man thank you so much meridian for going ahead and uh sending that out um Thanks. i'm actually gonna email you about whatever that bundle thing is that you was talking about because I, I i've never heard of that but it sounds cool so yeah, let's and, check it out and, and thank you for the the listener letter being a, a newer listener too shout out to you for tapping in Oh yeah, and follow us on Instagram if you, if your friends want to go on Sheen's page and like slander him and shit. That's cool too. Well, they want to smoke my boots. They could come smoke my boots at Sheen the Dream five eight five. It's all love. All right. Well, I go by the name of Reggie Days, and this has been yet another episode of Reggie Days Radio. Today I was joined by my right hand man, Sheen the Dream, and we were also joined by mm -hmm. Cass. And last but not least, we have our lovely guest, Monet. Go ahead and give everybody your social media. Yeah, so y'all can find me at Leah Monet X. That's L I A M O N E T X on Instagram. Thank you guys. Later days. Always remember, guys, we are taking listener letters, followers, sh likes, shares, everything. Thank you guys for listening, and thank you for being a part of our family. I go by the name of Reggie Days. I do thank you guys for everything that you do week after week. It is definitely noticed, and it is appreciated. This is Roosevelt. Strangers. Good night. Keep the love for